first day of shooting, we picked the most difficult set ever. Smoke, mirrors in every direction. Love it. Welcome to Twilight. You're listening to Another Bite of Twilight, a podcast where we look back on our obsession with the Twilight Saga and continue to freak out ten years later. Hello. Hello. Is anybody there? Anybody there? Hello. 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 (laughs) Recording. Recording. Hey guys. Hey guys. It's Kel. And Mel. Cousins. Cousins. Roommates. Twilight. Yeah. Previously (laughs) on Another Bite of Twilight. Previously on. (laughs) (laughs) What was it? Mel. (laughs) Ha 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 ha. Do you think he gets turned on? <laughs> was that the licorice episode? Was the last one the licorice one? I don't... No, I think that was before. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I got really <laughs> drunk in the last episode. Guys, I was so hungover. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Smoking, drinking, <laughs> Twilight. Just kidding, we weren't smoking. I don't know how it happened, but Kelly can attest to the fact that I had to eat pasta at like 10 a.m. the next yeah. day. <laughs> that sort of disturbed me, mm-hmm. but... I totally got it. You have to do what you have to do. Yeah. I didn't know you're hungover, so I was kind of like, what? Because <laughs> I'm, I'm weird. I like have to have breakfast food in the morning, so I was yeah. like, oh my god. No. I'm just not ready for. I just have to. If I'm hungover, smells. I have to have either crackers or just plain pasta. Yeah. Oh, I haven't been hungover in a bit. Actually, I was hungover in Vermont. Mm. Guys, we swear this is a Twilight podcast. We don't just talk about drinking. Drinking. Also, we're in our 20s. Yep, we're 24 and almost 26. I'm 25. Yeah, but you're almost 26. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. It's true, guys. Which is crazy because Kelly still it's looks crazy. like she's, I would say, 18. No way. I would say so. Thanks, Mel. Yeah. I think it really depends on the day, but thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I do think my skin is aging a bit recently. <gasps> but you know what's crazy is, like, my my good friend Marissa, shout out, I know you're not listening, mm-hmm. um, she was saying, it's sad because we both turned 24 in June. Mm. We're probably never going to tell people our age that we're 24 when we go to a bar. We're never going to, like, be at a bar and be like, I'm 24. Why? Because of coronavirus? Yeah. It's like we mm. lose that. Is that a big deal? Just telling a stranger you're 24? <laughs> she was saying she loves doing it. But I just hope, like... Just to tell somebody. <laughs> anyway. 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 <laughs> this might be our last episode covering Midnight Sun. Or it might not be. Oh, I was going to sneak in there just saying we are talking about skin, aging, that we're not vampires, so. No. We have to deal with that human problem. Yeah. But anyway, back to this. Midnight Sun. It's crazy. It's still, it's sad, you know? That we're on our last mm-hmm. Midnight Sun episode. Maybe. Maybe. If you guys are listening to this and you see that the title of the episode is not... <laughs> That it's the last one or something, then... <laughs> I have a million notes for the end. <laughs> oh, yeah, so... it might it might not be the last one. But it's I mean, sad. Yeah. 
Fitz is sad too. Aww. You know, we always waited for this book and it finally came and it's still surreal. Yeah. It's so weird. It's the best part of 2020 for sure. <sighs> it's crazy. So it'll be an end of an era to finish this. Mm. Well, should we just get into it? Yeah, I'm ready. Well, where we left off last time ended with Edward running away, mm-hmm. sprinting towards Seattle to get on a plane to save Bella. Yes. So that's where we are now. So now we're on chapter 25, the race. Just race. No, the... Oh, sorry. Just race. <laughs> <laughs> Not that big of a deal. I was surprised that they fly commercial. I feel like I always knew that. But so James Mm -hmm. has a private plane and they Mm -hmm. fly commercial. Risky. I mean, what if they, what if there's a huge delay as happens sometimes? Yeah. Well, I don't think they know or knew that they would have emergency situations like this. Yeah, exactly. I don't know why James has a private jet. I feel like he shouldn't. (laughs) He's a nomad. <laughs> he doesn't even have shoes. <laughs> yeah, where do you get the money for that? What the heck? I know. Maybe none of the Collins know how to fly. It's just not their thing. I don't know. I mean, I feel like there's many reasons one wouldn't have one. Just because mm. they just so happen not to. But yeah, why does James have one? I don't, am I right? Doesn't he have a private plane? Or can you just hire a private jet? I think you can just hire one. Mm, maybe that's what he did. Guys, if you're listening, if you have a private jet, let us know. <laughs> yeah. We don't know how it works. Maybe he has a friend in high places that let him like borrow his jet. A human friend? <laughs> <laughs> probably not. Probably yeah. a vampire friend. It does seem like something vampires would do. I'm just surprised the Collins don't have one. Like, I feel like I could picture one, you know, they're so into cars. Mm-hmm. I feel like I could picture one being so into planes. I know this came out first, but I'm glad that they don't because mm-hmm. then that would be another dumb connection to Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, he has a private plane? Well, actually, it's a helicopter, I think. Oh, but there's okay. a whole part where they go flying up there. And... Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I feel like I know what happens. No, actually, no, nothing happens. Oh, really? In that nature, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, but she's weird. just like, wow. Yeah. Look at this guy. He's amazing. I loved, I'm sorry if this is skipping any of your thoughts, but <laughs> they're in the airport, and he says, my arms are folded so that my hands were hidden, and I let the hood of my airport shop hoodie fall mm-hmm. forward to keep my face in shadow. What? I just can't picture Edward in an airport shop hoodie. Like, what does it say on it? I heart Seattle or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And then Emmett bulging out of a sweatshirt that was several t- sizes too small. It's just funny to think of them wearing sweatshirts. Yeah. And it's funny because they're going to Phoenix. Yeah. Too. So he was saying like, people <laughs> on the plane probably think that they're, um, let's see, northern bumpkins who had no frame of reference <laughs> for spring temperatures in the Southwest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is or as though we thought we were some kind of celebrities hiding behind our hoods and dark glasses. That just makes me think of Damien from Mean Girls. Oh like, yeah, he doesn't even go here. Yeah. He has sunglasses and a hoodie on. <laughs> That's what I picture Emmett to look like right now. That's so funny. 
<laughs> we can make an edit like that. Maybe. <laughs> oh, man. Now I want to watch that movie. Yeah. Caitlin, if you're listening, it's a great movie. Yeah. My sister, Caitlin, doesn't really like Mean Girls. That's crazy. I've been watching so many Mean Girls clips lately. It just Really? Yeah. No way. To cheer myself up. Oh, it's so great. It's perfect. It's crazy she doesn't like it. We watched it so much growing up. And she was, like, way too young for I it. I think that's her reason. She oh. said she's sick of it. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. We used to watch Mean Girls, The Parent Trap, or 13 Going on 30 every single sleepover. Yeah. It was one of those movies. Yeah. Never anything else. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <gasps> I love 13 Going on 30. Mm, so good. <laughs> Mark Ruffalo. Mm. I think I told you this, right? When... Last summer, I randomly was watching a lot of rom-coms. Yeah. And I was like, you know, Mark Ruffalo, you can just tell. He really, he's doing a great job in that movie. Yeah. He really put himself into that. <laughs> <laughs> I do, I believe that. He, his expressions, he was doing a great job. You can job. tell he's so in love with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 <laughs> such a good movie and you know what's crazy the girl who plays the young jenna rank she's now close to 30 or 30 oh yeah she's a big tiktok star and it's kind of her whole personality is having been in the movie but um she looks exactly exactly like why do you know this because um because i love tiktok (laughs) (laughs) but that's such a random person yeah well she always comes up on my for you page oh my gosh she looks just like her it's like perfect casting. Wow. That's funny because when I saw the movie... Okay, this has nothing to do with Midnight Sun. But I used to think she didn't really look like her. Mm, I used to think the same thing. So that's interesting. Anyway. I said this must be excruciating. Like the crew is taking a long time to go yeah. through the checks. I know. Carlisle's reminding Edward to breathe on the plane. Like you can just feel the tension. Mm-hmm. So heartbreaking. Said I started to edge ahead of Carlisle again, anxious to finally see Bella. It is crazy. How could they? You know, even in normal days, it's so excruciating waiting to board and onboard a plane. Yeah. But when you think that the love of your life is in danger, mm-hmm. and you're racing to get there, and you're behind already, I can't even imagine. And then he says the chaos and act. So when he sees. Alice and Jasper, mm-hmm. as they're deboarding the flight, says the chaos and acne of Alice's mind hit me then like a sudden vortex erupting out of a calm sea, sucking me under. I staggered to a stop, paralyzed. I didn't hear what Carlyle said, barely felt his attempts to pull me forward. I was vaguely aware of his awareness of the human security officer eyeing us suspiciously. Like, he knows Bella's gone at this point. Yeah. And then Emmett says, no, I've got your phone right here. Emmett was saying too loudly, Pro- providing an excuse, he grabbed me under one elbow and started to move me forward. He's literally like almost like carrying yeah. Edward, which I is love so that. sweet. Detail. It's interesting. I guess he just looks like he's freaking out. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Why'd Bella do that? Did she really have to? Ugh. I know he said like if you tell them what i'll kill them or something but quite naive of bella she should have told them yeah they all could have worked together to deal with this i know like like, he has my mom yeah the trackers aren't gonna know that she tells them (laughs) i know they can do a surprise attack she should have been more strategic i know she's just gonna go do what he says Mm -hmm. she doesn't even really come up with a plan that's the kind of person that people take advantage of 
poor Edward. Mm. It's just awful. It's as though she's already dead, because I think she's dead in Bell, uh, Alice's visions. Yeah. They follow her scent. Oh, yeah, so Alice is basically, like you said, assuming she's already dead. Mm-hmm. He says, why didn't you go after her? I hissed. The two of us weren't enough. She died. That is crazy. She died. So I guess I, I guess I don't know what changes, really. Is it just a, the like the rest of the cults are there now? I guess so. So she died, she died in the vision where Jasper and Alice yeah, go after her. Yeah, Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess that kind of makes sense. Why is she still alive if they didn't follow? Is it because he, like, teases her more? Maybe. Maybe she doesn't know how it's going to work out when the rest of the Collins show up, but mm-hmm. they just work so effing hard to get there as fast as they can that it, like, changes. Yeah. The course well, of everything. I guess that could be it, because maybe... Okay, if Alice and Jasper chased after her, the mm-hmm. other Collins wouldn't have really known exactly where they were, maybe. Yeah. But, I mean, she could have texted. Mm-hmm. I guess they... Alice and Jasper book it over there. They're so busy fighting, they can't text the other Collins for backup. Maybe, yeah. Maybe James kills one of them. Mm-hmm. Then one's fighting James. Yeah. Meanwhile, Bella might already be, like, bleeding and stuff on the ground. Yeah, that could be it. (sighs) Yeah. I liked this little detail. We moved faster than any of the human groups, even the ones late running past us for their connections. Mm. I hate that. (laughs) (laughs) I've never had a connecting flight before. You're lucky. It's stressful. I missed my connecting flight when I had that business trip in Austin. Mm. That was stressful. Yeah. Do I you mean, lose the money? They just put me on the next one. Yeah. A lot of people on that plane were also on the same connecting flight, and so they kind of knew it was going to happen, but mm-hmm. so dumb. Yeah. Yeah, but it's kind of scary. You're like, oh, no, am I just going to be stuck in Charlotte, North Carolina? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's where I was. And did you know Kay Young, my friend, was there at the same time as me? Yeah, you told me yeah, that. That's crazy. Crazy. That would have been so crazy if you ran into each other. I know. Wow. So. So then they steal rushing. a car. Mm-hmm. It must be so hard for them to measure their speed, but they're going really, really fast. I don't know why I underlined this. Do we know where we're going? <laughs> I don't know why. I guess I thought it was funny. Yeah. <laughs> kind of. I wonder if they have some, like, GPS stuff. That happens in real life, too, though. You're, you know, everyone's, like, heading out the door. It's like, wait, where are we going? Yeah, yeah. And I, you know what I love, too? When everyone's, like, going in one direction. One direction. And you think that, like, someone else is the leader. Yeah, so you're following you them, know. but they think they're following you. Yeah. <laughs> like, wait a sec. Where are we going? <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but anyway, this is no laughing matter, Mel. It's not. It's serious. It's very serious. Bella didn't have that long. That's a direct quote. Oh my gosh. It's getting scary. They're still in the baggage claim area. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then they're in the car. And that they steal. The car is, like, ridiculous. It has all these things painted on it. Yeah. So, dude, does he drive so fast that the side mirrors come off? On page 565, Edward says... 
M Jazz. I'm going M Jazz, like Emmett mm-hmm. and Jasper. I'm going to lose the side mirrors. I growled. Give oh, me yeah. a view. They yeah. both twisted in their seats to stare at the road to the left, right, and behind. The view in their minds gave me a much better range than the mirrors anyway. Mm. Yep. Yes, yeah. he rips them off. With a screech of metal, my left mirror ripped off against the van side, and my right mirror Crazy. exploded against the concrete barrier. And this is a stolen car. <laughs> I know. Bella was running across a white hot sidewalk, stumbling, or she would be soon. Poor Edward. Mm. I just thought it was funny the page before that. He said, he's describing, he said, I used the left shoulder now to streak by two pickups who thought they belonged in the fast lane. I don't know why, just like little snarky commentary from him. And then he's describing the area around him, the scenery, you know, and says a few twig-like trees scarcely clinging to life were the only features breaking up the dull expanses of gravel. I couldn't see the beauty Bella saw here. I didn't have time to try. Which I think is interesting because Stephanie's from Arizona, so it's like interesting to me that she has Edward not finding it an attractive place. Yeah, Yeah, that is interesting. Yeah. But I guess it is so different from the Northwest. Yeah, and it could be that Edward's associating it with Mm. the terror that he's experiencing in his mind right now. Mm. I feel like it would be odd if he arrived there and he was like, I was so caught up in the scenery. It's beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. But But, I mean, he does spend a paragraph describing what it looks like. Yeah, Everything was flat and sunblasted around the highway. So yeah, they're just they're going 180 oh my god (laughs) 180 on the highway yeah it's going up and up 145 155 170 bella was opening a glass door into a dark empty room or would be soon and then they steal another car they're booking it and they basically like almost cause a full-on collision yeah they basically do this is seriously like the video game grand theft auto yeah don't they like make a woman get out of her car yeah they could have killed her So Carlisle sedated her. He has a needle. <laughs> oh my god, I forgot about this. He yeah, sedates it's her. It's crazy. It's kind of exciting. It's oh, cool. Oh my god, am I even seeing this? Okay, the, dri- <laughs> uh, the driver of the Cayenne, I don't know what kind of car that Cayenne. is. Cayenne. was climbing out of her car to her face in a scowl and her ponytail swinging with rage. Carlisle darted forward to meet her. She had one second to react to the fact that the most handsome man she'd ever seen was responsible for run- running her off the road. And then she was collapsing into him. She probably hadn't even had time to feel the prick of the needle. That's crazy. Carlo carefully laid her unconscious body on the raised concrete shelf beside the shoulder. It's like dangerous. Oh my god! How <laughs> does he even have that on him? I don't know. <laughs> that is crazy. Literally like Grand Theft Auto. They're causing so much commotion. <laughs> Alice saw injuries, but no fatalities. The police <laughs> already racing after us are only seconds oh no. away. So people got injured. Yeah. <laughs> They somehow escaped this car accident. I know they're vampires, but like... I know. It's crazy they don't get in trouble for this. Wow. And there's police heading towards them. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. And there's this great visual of they uh, speed by the uh, speed limit sign, and it's 40 miles an hour, (laughs) and they're going 120. Oh my gosh. Yeah, then they get off the highway. Oh, I thought this was kind of cute. He says, Jasper reached forward to touch his finger hip... Fingertips to the back of my neck. It felt like Novocaine washing over my anguish. Mm. Jasper. That's so sweet of Jasper. Jasper. He's so cute. But the paragraph above, Mm. Edward's, you know, thinking of ways to kill himself. And he said, Emmett would never dot, dot, dot. But maybe Jasper. (laughs) (laughs) 
interesting. He, he alone could feel what I felt. Oh, um, yeah. Maybe he would want to end my life just to escape that pain. Yeah. I doubt it, Edward. But probably I, would run away instead. I feel like the the other Cullens would not forgive Jasper for doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's what he says. He wouldn't mm-hmm. want to hurt Alice, mm-hmm. so that left the longer trip to Italy. Edward, why are you thinking about this right now? I know. You're busy. Yeah, I didn't know Jasper could do this with his fingertips. As we were talking in our last episode about his powers, it does yeah. seem like Stephanie expanded on it. Yeah. That he could touch someone and change their mood. I know. I didn't know that. Whoa. That's interesting. And so then they arrive at the studio, mm-hmm. and that's kind of how the chapter ends. It says, I angled my body so there would be no mistakes, no tiny window the tracker could slip through, and then launch myself at the door. The end. And then next chapter, 26, blood starts through the door. It shattered around me, flying off the wall in pieces. Whoa, pretty dramatic. Mm. This is crazy. This is action movie mm-hmm. part of the book. I love he wow. says, I rolled pulling him over me and then kicked him to the center of the room where Emmett was waiting. I just love, mm-hmm. I don't know, I just love Emmett in this story. <laughs> <laughs> He's your guy. He's my guy. <laughs> I'm not that into Emmett. Yeah. Sorry. I'm just like physically attracted <laughs> to Emmett, I would say. Obviously, like, Edward's mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, I don't know what I would talk about with Emmett. I feel like he's fun. But yeah. I feel like I'd be lacking something. I feel the same way. Mm-hmm. I think I could have a relationship with any of the Colin guys, besides Carlisle. Yeah, me too. Carlisle. I'm sure we could work it out. <laughs> you love Carlisle. What are you talking about? Because I do get what you're saying. Like, I don't know... I don't, I, I, I just don't know what we would talk about. I just... Carlisle? Yeah. <laughs> you might be a Bella, though. <laughs> really? I, I, I... <laughs> no, I do love Carlisle. Yeah, we would, we'd have a good relationship. Yeah. I think <laughs> you would choose Carlisle first. Yeah. Over everybody? Maybe not Edward. Yeah. He is hot. Tonight. Okay, rank the four. It's been a while since I, since I watched that new moon scene, so <laughs> it's like not in me right now. <sighs> yeah, if I think about that scene though, mm. that mm. scene is attractive for you. It's very attractive. Wow. For me. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if someday I'll feel that because I didn't always feel attracted to Charlie. Mm-hmm. Charlie is attractive. I like the way Char- uh, Carla looks in the first two movies, but the Last three, mm-hmm. he looks like an action figure. Mm-hmm. Rank the Collins in order of who I want to date. Yeah, the four guys. Okay. <laughs> I guess. Oh, this is hard. Mm. This is and actually it, hard. No, it is hard. Edward. Mm-hmm. Mm. This is hard. Maybe then Carlisle. Wow. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then. Uh, I don't know. I can actually do it easily. Okay, do it. Edward Emmett Jasper Carlisle. Wow. I think maybe Edward Carlisle Jasper Emmett. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. Mm-hmm. Cool. Jasper seems like he'd be a similar boyfriend to Edward. Yeah. But just a little less brooding. Probably. Mm-hmm. But what does Jasper do with his life? I don't know. Does he even have any hobbies? 
I hope it's not like shooting guns and stuff. Because <laughs> his thing is just that he was in the, in the army. war. <laughs> it's probably in the guide. Yeah. They never really tell us in the books, books though. You know, everyone seems to have their activities that they do. Mm-hmm. But Carlisle do. Carlisle isn't sexy to me. That he's a doctor. A doctor. I don't I know. know. That's not sexy to me either. I like his art collection. Yeah. <laughs> That's sexy to me. Emmett, Emmett's into fighting. I like his, I like his right? cross on the wall. <laughs> into fighting? Well, who was he fighting? He's into, Jasper? I guess he's into hunting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Arm wrestling. <laughs> Arm wrestling. I bet I would actually vibe with Emmett if I met him in real life, but. Yeah. I don't know. I have no idea. I would like to. I would like to see. Does Emmett have more to him though? Like, does he have a gentle side? I guess we would see it more through Edward's perspective. But I think he definitely has a gentle side. He seems very gentle with Bella. Mm, I guess not gentle is not the right word. Like a side where he likes to talk about his feelings, mm-hmm. vulnerable. Maybe for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then back to hunting. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be a good time though. I think he'd have a great sense of humor. Yeah, he's funny. That's the thing, Jasper seems a little serious to me. Yeah. Jasper actually seems more serious to me than Edward. Yeah, I can see it. I don't know. The Cullens. What, where would you put Charlie in that order? Mm, I mean, also, are we talking book or movie? Um, it's so different. I guess book. Oh. Book, I'd put him last. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But movie, movie, he's up there, right smack in the middle after <laughs> Emmett for me. <laughs> hmm. Jacob would be less. Ah, I might date Jacob before Carlisle. Whoa. I like everything. Okay, I like a lot about. I was gonna say I like everything about Jacob. I like a lot about Jacob except for his annoying persistence mm-hmm. and just how creepy he is. And so, like, it's hard for me to say you know yeah there's a lot of things that jacob does that would be an absolute deal breaker for me mm-hmm. that i could never get past if bella quickly gets past but if, if, if it wasn't for that yeah i'd probably like him maybe and then there's mike <laughs> mike oh my god there's so many dudes i know <laughs> then there's mike eric <laughs> there's comic-con Mm. anyway it's interesting they're talking about Alice is saying he bit her like James Alice is saying that Edward has to bite Bella and he's saying that he has to do it somewhere else to like make it faster let's see what she's saying oh yeah because where he bit her is gonna be very painful yeah her arm I guess it'll take longer yeah because that's where Carlisle was first bit Mm -hmm. and so then he bit Edward in the same spot but it takes way longer than if someone was to get bit like in the heart or something Mm -hmm. She whispers, it hurts. He says, Bella, I love you. Here on page 577, Edward says, My own memory intruded, shoving another image into juxtaposition with Alice's vision. Rosalie, resentful, regretful, always mourning what she lost, never resigned to what had been done to her. She'd had no choice, and she'd never forgiven us. Which I think is, that's kind of what stops Edward and not wanting to change Mm -hmm. Bella. But again, I just think it's so hypocritical how she'd never forgiven the Collins. I, I think know. this kind of touches back to our conversation before of like, who does she blame? Yeah. Royce or the Collins? And it seems like she does have some resent. 
meant towards the Collins for changing her into a vampire, which I completely forgot that line, but it's just so hypocritical. It's so rude. Because she did the same for Emmett. I wonder if Carlisle's like, oh, I wish I didn't even bother. I know, I bet he does. What a grateful <laughs> bitch. <laughs> go to the Volturi. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I know, stop making us all suffer and just go to the Volturi. <laughs> Sorry, is that mean? <laughs> well, here's Edward. Feeling, you know, a similar way in a way, I think he kind of gets Rosalie. Like, he doesn't see much of a point to existence mm -hmm. without the one thing he wants, which is Bella. And he's, I mean, I don't think the Collins should kill themselves. It's horrible. But, like, what is Rosalie doing? Yeah. Like, you gotta move through this. Exactly. You're really gonna. You're gonna comply. be like forever. <laughs> comply. <laughs> I just said that with a weird accent. Yeah, forever. You're just gonna bitch and moan about it for the rest of eternity. You gotta move past it. Mm hmm Poor Carlisle. I know. You know, he has such a conscience and cares so much about doing the right thing mm -hmm. that he probably feels horrible every I time know. she says something like that. I know. He's not really the type of guy that just like, hmm, whatever. It's just crazy because she put Emmett in that same situation. I know. Aw, but it's, it's so sad. Edward thinks, could I bear to have Bella stare at me with the same regrets for the next thousand years? And the next line is, yes, the most <laughs> selfish part of me insisted. Better that than to have her disappear now to slip away from me. But was it better? She could grasp every ramification, every loss. Would she choose this way? Of course she would, Edward. Uh, yeah, she would. We know that. <laughs> yeah. Did I even fully understand the cost? Was I aware of everything I'd traded in exchange... Why didn't he think about this on the plane, though? Yeah, I know. Right now he's like, huh, huh, what do I do? What do I do? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, there's no time. I mean, we know it all works out. Yeah. But then, oh my gosh, <laughs> this blew my mind that he actually considers killing Bella. I know. Now I could see it. Killing Bella. Was it the right thing to stop her pain, to give her, in her total and perfect innocence, a chance at a different destiny? And the inevitable one I knew I was facing? Does he mean heaven? Yeah, I think so. A different kind of afterlife than the cold, bloodthirsty one she was burning toward now. That is crazy. Mm -hmm. That would be horrible. That would be so sad. I feel like there is a certain version of the story. I could see this being like a Shakespeare play or something where that's how it would end. Yeah. But that's not... It's not Twilight. No. You can have a sequel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'd be horrible. It is so sad. But it's cool in a way. I don't know if that's the right word, but it's interesting mm -hmm. that he's considering this. It's really dark, and I didn't know that. You no, know? it never even crossed my mind. Mm -hmm. So when he's considering killing her, is it like killing her or letting... Oh, no. I was say letting the venom spread, but then she would turn into a vampire. Mm-hmm. Damn. I don't think he thinks about how he would do it. Yeah. But I wonder. So then when Carlisle suggests that he could suck the venom out, mm -hmm. it's kind of cute to me. I don't know why that Edward's thoughts are, but, but I'm a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But I'm a vampire. <laughs> it is cute. I would taste the blood and I would frenzy. <laughs> oh, it is crazy. Why doesn't Carlisle do it? I don't know. He said, I can't help you. I have to get this bleeding stopped here if you're going to be taking blood from her hands. Why can't Edward stop the bleeding and Carlisle do it instead? I don't know. 
Edward is just inept. He cannot do that. Edward has a medical I know. degree. He has several, doesn't he? He never practices the medicine that he I know. <laughs> studied. It's crazy. I know. Why do they even have these degrees? He can definitely stop the bleeding. I feel I like know. I could stop the bleeding. Well, Mel, Stephanie knew it would be way hotter if Edward did it. Yeah. So that's why. <laughs> yeah, imagine if Carlisle's doing it. Yeah. Carlisle, stop. You're killing her. And then Carlisle fucking kills Bella. Oh my gosh. That's the plot twist. Carl, who's never killed anybody, kills Bella. And then Carl kills himself. Yeah. <laughs> the whole like, new moon is just about Carl's <laughs> depression after doing that. Oh, and then no. he goes to the vault No! I don't like this version. <laughs> it is odd, though. Maybe Carl... Yeah, he's stopping the bleeding, but he also does say, it's your decision, Edward, either mm. way. Maybe he feels like... It's not my place. It's, yeah, not his place Yeah, to do it. And also, Carlisle knows it's going to be really hard. I don't think Carlisle wants to put himself in the position that... Mm-hmm. First of all, this could be the first person he ever kills if he does do it. And he doesn't want to kill Edward's he... love of... His life. His life, yeah. Yeah, true. Has Carlisle never tasted blood? Human blood? No, I don't think so. Maybe, I mean... Maybe from the hospital. <laughs> Wait, it just has a little, like... How would he do that? From the donated blood. Oh, yeah, you're right. Because <laughs> like, they, I don't think that they can store blood that long, so sometimes mm. they might have to throw blood away. So I feel like he should I wonder. take some home as <laughs> leftovers. But then his eyes would be red. Oh, true. He could wear contacts. <laughs> I don't know. I also, to, to our point of why doesn't Carlisle do it, I feel like we're supposed to believe that the reason why Edward is able to stop himself is because he loves Bella so much. True. And that I don't think any other vampire, even if they have the self-control that Carlisle has, could stop themselves from something like that. True, Mel. Without the force. It's only love mm-hmm. that could stop. I do think that's true. Even someone with such restraint or a vegetarian or whatever, while you're already drinking someone's blood, how would you stop? Yeah. I don't know if they could. Mm-hmm. And Edward almost doesn't. <gasps> Should we get into that part? Yeah. So... He says, I sealed my lips around this small gash, closed my eyes, and then began. Oh my. It was only a trickle of blood. The venom had already begun healing the wound. Just a few drops to start with. Barely enough to wet my tongue. It hit me like an explosion. A bomb detonating inside my body and mind. The first time I'd caught Bella's scent, I thought I'd be undone. That was a paper cut. This was a decapitation. My brain was severed from my body. Whoa. It says, my body knew well that there was more to be had close at hand. More, my body hummed. More. My body couldn't move. I'd focus it motionless, and I kept it so. I could hardly think to know why, but I refused to release my hold. I had to think. I had to stop feeling and think. There was something outside that the bliss. Pain. There was pain that the pleasure couldn't reach. Pain that was both outside and inside my mind. The pain was high-pitched and dissonant. It spilled into a crescendo. Bella was screaming. Oh, and so Alice is thinking, Yes, Edward, you can do this. See, you're going to save her. And shows him visions of Bella, you know, 
smiling, walking next to him at school, by, beside her truck, doing all these things. It's cute. It is such an arc. I mean, if we, you know, think back on the beginning when he first sees Bella, the fact that he doesn't think he can even control himself sitting next to her. He's going to literally kill her in front Crazy. of the whole class and kill everyone in the class. And then here we are at the end of the book. He's literally drinking her blood and is able to stop himself because he loves her so much. Like, it's just... That is crazy. The strength that he's acquired from the love he has for her is just, like, unfathomable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, basically, I feel like the moral is, like, that the love is stronger than his vampire instincts. On page 582, says... The chuckle that bubbled up from my chest surprised me. I had her blood on my tongue. It was probably tinting the edge of my irises red even now. It was drying into my clothes and dyeing my skin, but she could still make me laugh. Oh, because he said, she says, I love you. Mm-mm. And she says, thank you. Oh, yeah, so that's another thing, though, is when he's in the hospital, yeah. his eyes are red. In the movie, they don't think to change him. That's true. I know. Yes, they forgot. Or just thought we wouldn't notice. I actually mm. didn't even notice. I, nev- so. I never thought that. <laughs> oh, but yeah. He says, I love you. And she says, I know. <laughs> Cute. Oh, yeah. So that's why he chuckles. I think it's so romantic for some reason that she's... Um, Bella says, stay with me. And then he says, I will. I promise through blood-stained lips. I don't know <laughs> why that's so hot <laughs> to me. It is cool. Wow. So... She's okay now. James is dead. Well, she's not really okay. She's in very bad shape. But it's basically the end of the chapter. Mm-hmm. Sleep now, Bella. I whispered. Oh. Whoa. Chapter 27. Chores. I don't remember why it's called that. Um, cause they have to do a lot of like cleaning up in this chapter, which oh, is very interesting because yeah. none of this we see in Twilight. Yeah. Oh yeah. Alice does all mm-hmm. that stuff to cover it up. Okay. I underline the sentence on page 58. Eight, sorry. 585. Okay. He says, someday soon I would have to describe to Emmett what he looked like in the clearing and why. I doubted anything would soothe the sting. What does that mean? Well... Right now, I guess Emmett is pissed off because... Because he wasn't the one who killed James? I think so. Yeah, I think Jasper did. Okay. He was driving Emmett crazy. Emmett, let it go. (laughs) I know, and so he's thinking to make him feel better. I'll tell him how scary he looked. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So then they go to the hospital, and Carlisle knows a doctor there. Oh, yeah. And, but That's the doctor, what's funny is that the doctor knows Carlisle from, like, a past identity, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> the doctor suspects that Carlisle has had plastic surgery <laughs> or experimenting with plastic surgery. It's funny. So, Alice does a ton of stuff. Mm-hmm. She, well, they all have to change their clothes because there's, like, blood on them and stuff. And... That is funny. He says, Alice shrugged into the enormous sweatshirt pulled around her tiny body, and yet somehow there was an air of the avant-garde about it. Alice could pull off anything. It's kind of cute. And what? She goes to the mall. She buys a ton of clothes. Oh, yeah. 
Alice and Jasper go shopping while Emmett... This is... It's interesting how this part is told. Like, he's telling it all as a vision or a, yeah. a plan before it even happens. Oh, it's so interesting. Mm-hmm. But Alice and Jasper go shopping while Emmett waits at the rental car. She buys a pair of tennis shoes in a busy gap. No one looks down at her feet. She pays cash. She buys Emmett a t-shirt, thin hoodie that actually fits him. She buys six large bags of clothes in her size, Carlisle size, Emmett size, and my own. It's a crazy plant and buys four suitcases. Mm-hmm. She also has to steal blood from the hospital oh, yeah. for the crime scene, I guess, or not really crime scene. She even like has to ask Carlisle what her blood type is just in case they oh, yeah. didn't need blood testing at the scene. And it's kind of full circle because Carlisle says O positive. And Edward says, so some good had come from Belle's accident with Tyler's van. At least we knew this. <laughs> True. Alice was probably over thorough. Would, another bo- would anyone bother to type the blood she would have at the scene? I don't think they would. I think it does seem suspicious in, like, a crime scene. Unless, I guess, Bella just, like, mm. agrees to the story if that's what happened. It's not a, it's not a crime, really, though. Yeah. Like... Someone gets hurt. Bella goes to the hospital. I think the hotel's freaking out that they're gonna sue them or something. Mm. There's no crime though. Yeah. Like, I would I would picture Charlie to want the scene like investigated. Or he does believe that that's what happened. Why would it be investigated though? Like Bella's alive. Yeah, that's true. There's there's really no crime. That's true. And, like, why would you think if someone fell down the stairs, like, why wouldn't you believe that? I guess because sometimes even when accidents like that happen, don't people still have to make a statement and stuff? But they're not going to sue. Yeah, true. I think they say that the hotel is, like, really worried Mm. that they are going to sue them, but they don't. Yeah. Like, who would the crime be against? Bella for breaking the window? I think, I just feel like they would suspect, like, foul play could have been involved or something. But she was reported dead. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> just crazy that someone would fall through a window, I guess. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hard to believe. It's sweet picturing. So Emmett wanted to ask what she needed it for because um, Alice asked about like clothes or something. Mm-hmm. But he didn't dare open his mouth and possibly taste or smell his surroundings. I just, again, I think it's sweet just seeing Edward just, I mean, Emmett holding his breath. What is sweet about that? I don't know. There's absolutely know. nothing sweet about I'm that. I'm just so attracted to just trying not to get... Turned on by the blood. Yeah. Not turned on, but you know. <laughs> that is not even cute. <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> um, to me, Emma just seems like a meathead. Yeah. I guess. I'm sorry. I guess that's my type. <laughs> well, they're doing a whole thing, too, where... Go to Bell's truck and meet Emmett in Seattle. His flight lands at 5.30. Oh, Emmett's going to drive the truck mm-hmm. out there to make it look like Bella actually drove her truck there, right? Yeah. And Edward's like, Emmett's coming home. What happened? Oh, no. Who's saying this? <laughs> it's hard to just, like, drop back into the text. I know. But basically, he's wondering... Edward's wondering, why not let Rosalie just bring the truck here? And then he realizes that Alice couldn't see Rosalie helping us in that way. Mm. And I felt an ice-cold wave of bitterness at the reminder. So, Rosalie still is being a butt. 
I love this format, as you mentioned, how it's like a vision. Like, you keep saying the vision resume, resumes because, mm-hmm. like, Alice keeps, like, changing little details of, like, what she's about to do with her plan about even... Doesn't she, like, compliment the person at the hotel or something? Yeah. Um, and, like, little things like that, like, can change the whole course. And so, like, we keep seeing the course just, like, changing a little bit, which is really... This chapter made me feel like Alice is such a superhero in a way. Mm. Just the yeah. way that she can, like, manipulate her powers so quickly in order to get all of this done. Because even though they're vampires, like, it is a very thorough plan of it's a cover-up. very thorough. You do still need to be, like, very perfect. Yeah, I really enjoyed this chapter. It was mm-hmm. exciting. It was written in a very interesting way. Mm-hmm. I was into it. I like how it ends, too. We're basically at it. Are you ready for it? Um, you have more to say. I have more to say oh, on page sorry. 590. <laughs> oh, so it's interesting. She um, gives the name Mary at the hotel, which is her real name. Oh, yeah. I guess I don't have anything else, really. She just thinks of everything. Like, she uses a different ID and credit card than she used at the hotel when she buys mm-hmm. the T-shirts and the hoodies. It's just so nice that she has, like, that ability to see the future, to know that, like, the plan is going to go well. Yeah. Like, as you were talking about, it says, Alice sees that the woman at the desk will not call the police. She will call management. Mm -hmm. They will direct the woman to get everything cleaned up before someone else is hurt. That will be the story when the legal papers are served. They cleaned up the evidence for safety's sake. They will wait in miserable suspense for the lawsuit that never comes. Mm It will be more than a year before they start to believe their amazing luck. Oh, and then what you were going to say about how Rosalie, like, Edward can't see Rosalie helping. Mm-hmm. Emmett realizes that, and Edward says, a deep swell of fraternal affection and concern washed over him. Mm. She's such a good kid. Rose is going to have to get over this, he thought to himself, pronto. So it's nice that Emmett is, like, realizing now that Rosalie's yeah. a bitch. I know. <laughs> what an uncomfortable position she puts him in. Mm. Emmett is a good guy. He's a good buddy. He's a good buddy. <laughs> <laughs> It's just crazy. Yeah, he's probably probably the nicest. Mm-hmm. I kind or Carlisle too. I mean, Esme. They all, a lot of They're them are also, really nice, but and Alice too. Yeah, he's so nice though, and it's just crazy that he's married to the worst. Yeah, <laughs> the worst. I love the way this chapter ends. The last line, because he just. This whole chapter is him, like, seeing what's going to happen through a mm-hmm. vision. And then he says, I adjusted my grip to Bella and prepared to go through it all again for the first time. I think that's just a great sentence. Ugh. Stephanie. Stephanie. <laughs> Good job. And <laughs> it did it. It's kind of like Edward can see the future, too, because he is so close to yeah. Alice. It must be so weird to live through something, knowing everything that's going to happen. And I feel like it would also be so easy to accidentally change, like, a minor detail in the mm-hmm. moment. Mm-hmm. Mm. I wonder if they ever forget to do something because I think they already did it. Yeah, I could see it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, but yeah, here we have. So the next chapter is called Three Conversations. Mm-hmm. And then here's the doctor that oh, okay, is Carlisle's yeah. friend. Dr. Sadar... I don't know. I shouldn't have even tried. Sadaragani? Dr. Sadaragani? Who he knew from Baltimore when they worked together 14 years ago. Mm. Crazy. His silent suspicion that despite Carlisle's claims <laughs> that the cool, humid air of the Pacific Northwest was a natural fountain of youth. That's such a 
dumb excuse. Carlo had been experimenting in plastics. Why doesn't Carlo just admit to plastics? <laughs> Is he embarrassed by that? <laughs> I know. Carlo just can't have that on his reputation. Yeah. He's probably never going to see this guy ever again. I'd rather think I'm a vampire than I have plastic <laughs> surgery. <laughs> it would be so weird, though. Like, why would Carlisle get plastic surgery? Yeah. He's just this, I don't know, a family man, doctor. He's like, oh, I just... <laughs> I don't know. Maybe just because he's such a good-looking guy. Yeah, he just can't deal with his fading looks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is funny. That's such a dumb excuse, though. Yeah. Oh, it's just the humidity. <laughs> it's just good for the Maybe skin. he gives <laughs> such a dumb excuse to have other people infer that it is plastic surgery. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe he's that smart. I don't know. <laughs> it's funny, Carlisle, so this doctor is, like, raving about Carlisle at the hospital, and it's basically like Carlisle goes in to give... Like, teach the interns a class, basically. Really? Kind of like Grey's Anatomy. He says, uh... Forgot. Uh, let's see. Carlo... Uh, let's see. <laughs> let's see. Carlo... <laughs> let's see. He begs Carlo to look in on a few of his... A few of his as yet undiagnosed patients, declaring to his interns that they would never see a better diagnos- diagnostician than Dr. Cullen. And Carlo was confident enough in her condition that he agreed to help others. <laughs> just shows up starts doing things so he talks to charlie on the phone Mm -hmm. about what happened and charlie is in a panic well no wait is it carlisle talking to charlie yeah yeah Yeah. i think so and then it's interesting how edward thinks that the smell of bella's blood is strange now because it's like a blood transfusion so it's not hers currently oh yeah but i didn't enjoy the change the strange blood seemed interlooper alien it wasn't part of her and i resented the intrusion irrational as that was said regardless the brief distortion was too strong a reminder that at some point in the future the scent that had compelled me for so long would be lost to me forever that's so Um, sad it's true though yeah regardless of what happens Hmm. i like this part in the conversation between carlisle and charlie where Charlie says, but what do you think about all this, Carlisle? I mean, they're just teenagers. Isn't Mm. this a little intense? Carlisle's answering laugh was breezy. Don't you remember being 17? Mm -hmm. Not really, no. It's funny, too, because Charlie would definitely remember better than Carlisle being 17. Yeah. Charlie says he doesn't. And then Carlisle laughs again. Do you remember the first time you fell in love? Charlie was quiet for a minute. Yeah, I do. Hard stuff to forget. Oh, <laughs> don't hurt him. Don't hurt him. Wait, a little bit before that, Car- Carlisle says, Edward still doesn't understand what it was all about. They didn't have a chance to talk before about Bella running off. And Charlie sighs and he says, that part I get. It's more complicated stuff with her mother. She was overreacting just a little bit, I think. Which obviously about her mom, it's about how like... Renee was, like, stuck in Forks, and she left, and, you know, kind of what Bella alludes to. But the way Charlie says that, to me, I think it alludes to there's there being, like, more complicated family dynamics than Bella's, like, willing to talk about Mm -hmm. in her own narration. How did Carl even know to say that? Yeah, it seemed like a great line. You know, like, Charlie would get it. Mm -hmm. Mm. He's really able to talk to Charlie, like, two human dads. (laughs) He's a great Mm -hmm. actor. (laughs) 
<laughs> he actually, is. that great actor. When Charlie's, uh, Carlisle's answering laugh was breezy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is. He's very suave. <laughs> so Charlie doesn't show up because he's working on some nasty assault case from last summer. I don't get, I don't get that though. He really couldn't leave. Yeah, it is a family emergency. It's quite an emergency. His daughter, his only daughter, mm-hmm. almost died. Yeah. There's no one else. I don't know. If I'm not here to testify, it would only help the defense. I always thought in the book Twilight, when we don't see Charlie, I just assumed he wasn't there yet. Yeah, I always you know, assumed... I didn't really need an explanation. Yeah. Like, why he's not there. Yeah, I thought he was on his way. Mm-hmm. It's interesting he doesn't come at all. <laughs> no. You would think he not would. Not at all. It does seem a little out of character. I know. Do you think he's still... Do you think part of him does feel awkward about showing up? Why? Because Renee will be there? No, because oh. Bella kind of, like, ran away from him. Oh. Maybe? <sighs> he's, like, almost too distraught to see her. I don't know. I feel like he wouldn't mm-hmm. care about that, though, at the end of the day, because mm-hmm. he loves Bella. And... Well, he says, he says, I wouldn't be able to stay in my right mind if you weren't there, so thank you again. I'm sending Renee out. That will probably make Bella happier anyway. Sad. So he thinks that Renee being there will be better for Bella. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is sad. He says, thank you again, Carla. Thank you for taking care of my girl. I like Edward says, I tried to clean myself up a little in the attached bathroom to make a good impression, I guess. And so Renee shows up. Renee shows up. Already her character is seen as like very dependent. Like Edward says, with her redundant number of guides, it didn't take Renee long to find Bella's room. She picked Mm -hmm. up another escort on her way. You know, she needs to ask people for help like, all along the way in the hospital to get mm-hmm. to Bella's room, which is just a small detail, but I feel like it really is well placed by Stephanie to just give like a nice brush stroke, brush yeah. stroke into her character. That is nice. And he describes her thoughts as shouting or mm-hmm. screaming. Mm-hmm. A woman, maybe thirty, maybe older. It's pretty young. Thirty. Mm-hmm. Trying to do the math. No. <laughs> Where is this at? <laughs> 598, a woman, maybe 30, maybe older, pretty but visibly distraught. Her distress is eye-catching, conspicuous. No, she can't be 30. I know. I guess he, she just looks young, maybe mm. that's the point. She should just be like, like a... 37. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> way too young. <laughs> 37, 38. <laughs> Still seems young to me. But I guess they were young parents. 40. Compared to our parents. Yeah, I mean, your parents are younger than mine. Yeah, but still, I don't, my mom turned 40 when I was kind of youngish. I don't know. I certainly wasn't a teenager with like 30-something-year-old mom, you know. Mm. I was three <laughs> when my parents turned 40. Mm. I remember your mom turning 40. Yeah, it was the 80s party. Yeah. That feels like a long time ago. Yeah, it was. I think I was 10. <laughs> mm-hmm. That was a fun party. That was. But my mom didn't <laughs> tell me it was an 80s party or any of us, so none of us dressed in costume. Lame. I know. Why did your mom do that? I don't know. Because she had outfits she wanted us to wear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. It is so interesting that Charlie's thoughts, you can really not even hear. Well, mm-hmm. Edward can't. Not, yeah. not one. But <laughs> um, Charlie's thoughts 
are so mysterious in a way and quiet, mm-hmm. whereas Renee's are so loud and frantic. Well, right now she's just frantic, but they seem to be really like demanding attention, you know? Yeah. So it's interesting how like Bella, as a combination of them both, had silent thoughts. Mm-hmm. She's definitely more Charlie. Mm-hmm. Way more Charlie. In fact, is there anything about her that's like Renee? Um, she's messy. Mm. Is that a Renee? I guess, yeah, probably. Did she say she thought about teaching? Did she say that? Maybe. <laughs> Cut that she, out. she said she wants a job in publishing, actually. <laughs> um, but I thought publishing but was she's, like yeah, she said dream. Teaching job. English would be more practical. Mm-hmm. So yeah, she does consider it. Okay, maybe we can keep that. In. I think as it starts too, she has a lot of her mom's like opinions kind of indoctrinated That's in her, true. especially about like relationships and like marrying young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think those are necessarily hers, but just like she really wants to follow like her mom's expectations for the mm-hmm. life that Renee wants for her. Yeah, I think it's funny. The nurse says, "There, there, honey. She's gonna be all fine. She's gonna be." Finally, right? That pretty doctor stitch her up as neat as I've ever seen. <laughs> I said, Renee projects feelings. Kind of like Jasper in a way. So Renee let herself be led toward the blue vinyl recliner in the corner of the room. Do you need anything? We've got some toiletries at the counter if you want to freshen up the nurse offered. She was a grandmotherly type with long gray hair rolled into a bun on top of her head. Her name tag said Gloria. Met her earlier and not noticed her much, but I found myself feeling fondly toward her now. Was that her? Was that for her kindness, or was I reacting to Renee's appreciation? What a strange thing it was being near someone who projected, apparently, totally unconsciously her thoughts this way. Mm. I suppose it was a little like Jasper, though rough and unsophisticated in comparison. And it wasn't emotional. It wasn't an emotional projection. It was definitely her thoughts. Only I was aware I was hearing them. Mm. It's kind of interesting because then... Renee's granddaughter, technically, Renesmee, yeah. can project her, her thoughts. I feel like that's why that was in here. Mm. It seems a little bit like a stretch to me. Yeah. Or I guess it's just Edward overanalyzing things. Yeah, I definitely. <laughs> yeah, Carlisle was off consulting with some cases. He's too good. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. what the heck? Nobody's getting compensated for that. <laughs> He's off duty right now. <laughs> he just loves what he does. He just loves it. Oh my gosh, this is mean. Renee sees Edward and she goes, this is the boyfriend? Oh boy, Bella doesn't stand a chance. I know. What does that mean? That she thinks Bella's going to get her heart broken. Oh my god. To be fair, she's right. Yeah. It's so crazy that he can read minds. I know this is like the end of the Mm -hmm. book, but... (laughs) It's just crazy. I don't know, what do you think of Renee? There's been a lot of people who like are like, so anti-Renee lately, mm-hmm. especially, mm-hmm. like, comparing her to Charlie, mm-hmm. people saying how it's interesting how Bella leaves for only a few months, mm-hmm. and Renee has already converted her bedroom into a gym. Yeah. Right? A gym? Yoga studio. Yoga studio. Whereas Charlie never changed Bella's room even mm-hmm. after all these years. Mm-hmm. They're both different types of parents. Charlie is way more, I feel, yeah. just committed to Bella, mm-hmm. whereas Renee does seem... There's some mommy issues there for sure, especially on Bella's part, that I think contributed to Bella being pretty insecure, her feeling like a burden to Renee her whole life. But she also, she does consider her mom like her best friend. Doesn't she say that? I feel like she does until she moves out. I feel like once she leaves Renee, that connection is kind of severed. That's true. 
But I do think, I don't really like Renee personally, but mm -hmm. even though Renee maybe isn't the parenting type, I feel like she's very warm to Bella mm -hmm. and like fun. And I, I think she always tries to have a good time with Bella and stuff. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's not really what a kid needs all the time. Mm -hmm. But whereas like her and Charlie, yeah, Charlie's so dedicated, but they kind of have a distant sort of cold relationship it's very much like no talking during dinner they just like chewing and like mm -hmm. oh how's school like you know what i mean even yeah. though he's like so there they're not super warm and cuddly together yeah. so it's just different like renee's super affectionate i think but it's just very flaky yeah they balance each other out really it's i i agree too bad they were separated there are pros and cons to both mm -hmm. i feel like it's too bad that they lived so far away because if she had both of them in her life more steadily it probably mm. would have been different you know? yeah interesting i do think also like divorce kind of always if even if like parents have a really uh amicable divorce i feel like it still always does have a mm -hmm. huge impact on kids which true also contributed to some of bella's self-esteem issues oh bella but does renee not believe that bella could land <laughs> yeah it kind of seems Edward, that way because <laughs> She also thinks, what a heartbreaking smile. Oh, I hope he's not playing with her. Yeah. <laughs> My, but he's so handsome. I know. <laughs> That's kind of mean. She didn't tell me about you, Renee announced. Her thoughts rang with mm. hurt. I, I'm sorry, we haven't been dating for very long. <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> Be gentle with my baby. She ordered more forceful. She feels things very deeply. Ah, oh, Bella. Don't hurt her. Don't hurt her. She yeah, thinks, then she thinks, yeah, mm, he thinks he means it. Well, people get broken hearts and then they recover. It's part of life. Mm. But then she thought of Charlie's face with, and was uneasy. I can't think. I'm so tired. It will all make sense in the morning. She kind of thinks of Bella <laughs> like Charlie. Yeah, she really thinks Bella is going to get dumped yeah. by Edward. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's so weird. That is weird. Have my parents ever felt that way? Like, oh. No. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like my parents are like, you have to be nicer to guys. <laughs> oh, I know. What the heck? Why doesn't she have faith in Bella? I guess we're, I guess Edward is just that good looking. Mm -hmm. That it's hard to believe. Yeah, and I, I could see Renee sees so much of Charlie mm -hmm. in Bella, so then she thinks of Bella as vulnerable the way Charlie was in her relationship, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is a heartbreaking line. Bella's dreaming, and she's asleep, and Edward says, I wondered whether I was there with her in the dark. I didn't know if it was right to hope that I was. Oh, Edward. I love those little lines like that. Mm-hmm. And here he's... Oh, my God. He's kind of like deciding already that he's gonna leave her and we don't know i know in bella's perspective we have no idea that this is when he makes this decision it kills me so now i realize there was something more i had to do i knew it would be painful but also it would not be painful enough i deserved worse i didn't want to leave bella but this wasn't the place i would call alice I wasn't sure where she had gone to hide hide from me so he knows that this is going to happen he's made up his mind hmm Oh my god, and then he goes and watches the video. Yeah, Alice the, gives him the video that James recorded uh, of him basically torturing Bella. <sighs> and he forced himself to watch it. James is like a terrorist. I know. Like, he, he is like a terrorist. Video? That is a very terrorist thing to do. 
the heck? Yeah, he's like, welcome to the show. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> Seriously, like a serial killer. Sweet serial killer. It's interesting in the video, though. Bella seems like she's really not that afraid. Because Bella's expression was patient now, like a parent who knows that her toddler's story is going to be long and rambling, but is determined to humor him anyway. Mm-hmm. Bella, what's wrong yeah. with you, girl? Everybody's kind of torturing himself. I don't think he needs to watch this video. I know, it's kind of crazy. Ugh. This probably pushes him over the edge, too, where he's like, okay, I need mm -hmm. to leave her. Yeah. That was too much. <laughs> it's funny. James says... That she smells floral somehow. Why? <laughs> floral. Mm. How does she smell floral? <laughs> I don't know. Because she wants to. <laughs> but it's it's is interesting how um, James is uh, recording this video is the reason why he that Belle is able to be rescued because he wastes so much time doing this. True. And Edward says, um, he began another monologue. <laughs> and though I recognize that his need to gloat was the reason Belle had survived long enough for us to get there, I was still grinding my teeth in frustration until he said the words, little friend. And I realized that this was something more. And this was what Belle had tried to tell us. Oh, Alice, the video. He knew you, Alice. He knew you. Yeah. So. Mm. Yeah, he feels like he's fulfilling something mm -hmm. because of but why <laughs> I forget like he knew Alice he, so he starts talking about Alice like giving a monologue about it mm -hmm. and that monologue felt very unnatural to me so well page... all monologues are unnatural yeah what page 609 609 <laughs> She'd been stuck in that black hole of a cell for so long, a hundred years earlier, and she would have been burned at the stake for her visions. In the 1920s, it was the asylum and shock treatments. So wait, does he turn her? Mm. Yes, your little friend. I was surprised to see her in the clearing, so I guess her coven ought to be able to derive some comfort from this experience. I get you, but they get her. The one victim who escaped me. Oh. No, so I think he tried to kill her. Mm-hmm. But he said the old vampire made her a strong new vampire. Who's the old vampire who turned her? I don't I think know. It's odd. It's good. I think it's odd that he's just like telling Bella this right now. Mm -hmm. Okay, this is a classic villain thing in mm -hmm. stories. It's so insane. It doesn't make sense. I don't know if people do this in real life, sadistic people, but it's in everything. Literally every fantasy you see, once the or action movie or spy movie whatever once the villain gets gets you where they want you then they launch into their monologue yeah it's like oh my god if you really want to kill someone you could just shoot them right now yeah <laughs> it happens every time Voldemort gets near Harry Potter true, true every single time like finally he can kill the person he's been trying to kill yeah for years and he's like your father yeah <laughs> just get no, it over I know <laughs> If you wanted yeah. to do it, you would do it. It's in, like, everything. It's in arrogance. It's thinking that they have yeah. all the time in the world. <laughs> they just want to say their piece. Yeah. I feel like that's, in a way, more the point than even exactly. the killing. Yeah. <laughs> they can't wait to finally be in that moment and give their speech. Yeah. They don't want the speech to end because that's what they've been waiting for. Yeah. <laughs> the glory of that moment. Yeah. <laughs> but that's always their demise. I know. <laughs> it's so true. 
<laughs> it always goes on just a little too long, and yeah. then someone kills them. And then they're like, bye. <laughs> yeah. That happens all the time. Uh, but the hero never really does that. I mean, sometimes they do. Mm-hmm. You wanted her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You wanted her to feel the pain. When I killed James, when I turned him into ash. Like, yeah, he could have... Well, I think his strategy there was to rile Victoria up so that she'd go... Exactly. <laughs> that was an effective yeah. monologue, and it was it was kind yeah. of short and to the point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what's that, like, a, a monologue, I guess, that... A hmm. hero's monologue that goes on hmm. kind of long. Because I'm thinking Neville Longbottom again, but that, mm. again, I think that kind of riles things up and gets people excited. I know, all I'm thinking about is, like, Harry Potter right now. Mm. Uh, also thinking about the Lion King. Mm. I'm trying. I bet Lord of the Rings has something like that, but I can't remember right now. Yeah. Mm. But like Spy Kids. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, it's been <laughs> so long that I don't know the the scenes. I want to think of something right now. Yeah, me too. Um, <laughs> I, I, now I feel like I haven't seen many actions. Okay, um, the Hunger Games. Does Katniss mm. give, like, a speech? Mm. She does, but I don't think right before... I guess the heroes, the heroes don't really have the arrogance to do yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. They, they're focused on the mission at hand. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the, the hero doesn't even really want to kill the bad guy. Mm-hmm. They have no choice. Mm-hmm. Guys, let us know if your favorite villain monologue, or can you think of a hero monologue before they kill someone? I don't know. It must happen. Can't think of any examples about the oh. hero. Yeah, that's okay. Oh, so after watching the video, he crushes the bottle cap. I know. Which is really sad. He says, my token of Bella, my talisman, my silly but reassuring physical link to her. Why does he do that? It flashed jolly in my hand for a moment, and then I polarized it between my thumb and index finger and let the fragments Mm. of steel fall onto the remains of the camera. Because he crushes the camera, I didn't deserve any link, any claim to her at all. Edward. But this is really cool. He's in the chapel in the hospital. Mm -hmm. Music starts playing. He's just sitting there thinking, reminding himself that Bill is going to be okay. And then... Then I did something I hadn't done in a century. Mm. Curled there in a ball on the floor. What? I didn't I feel like I didn't notice that the first time. Yeah. <laughs> Motionless with agony, I prayed. I didn't pray to my God. I'd always instinctively known that there was no deity for my kind. It made no sense for immortals to have a God. We had taken ourselves out of any God's power. Instead, I prayed to her God, because if there was some higher benevolent power in her universe, then surely, surely he or she or it would have to be concerned about this bravest and kindest daughter. If not, there was really no purpose to any such entity. I had to Mm -hmm. believe she mattered to that distant God, if one existed at all. The most beautiful we've seen him. I'm surprised that he doesn't pray. I know, I'm surprised too. Seems like something he would do anyway. I know. I wonder if Carlisle does. I think so. So He says, I knew I wasn't strong enough in myself. The power would have to come from the outside. With perfect clarity, I recalled Mm -hmm. Alice's vision of Bella abandoned, her bleak, shadowed, empty, hollow face. 
but I would have to do it. I had to learn the strength. I think it's, I liked that mm. part. I don't know why. I don't know. A lot of people talk about that, like not having the strength yourself yeah. to do something. Um, some people like say the universe or God or whatever, but like, mm-hmm. it's interesting here that he feels like he needs help to leave her, which I wish he wouldn't, but mm. Yeah. I like that he ends the chapter with, I prayed to her God with all the anguish of my damned lost soul that he or she (laughs) or it would help me protect Bella from myself. Mm -hmm. You'll be God as a woman. (laughs) That made me think of the Emily Wilson thing. What what is the Emily Wilson thing? um, I think it's the the one about the magazine editors that are like, oh, yeah. Are you getting enough pleasure from him? Or, or her. Yeah. 2019, <laughs> am I right? <laughs> or her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's funny that or she is, like, separated. Or it. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's cool, though. Yeah, I respect that. I really liked that part of the book. Me too. Love it. I was shocked. I had one random thought is so Edward says we created our lives and the only power strong enough to take them away again was another like us. Earthquakes couldn't crush us. Floods couldn't drown us. Fires were too slow to catch us. Could they burn themselves if they wanted to kill themselves? I don't know. Since fire is the only thing that kind of does That's a good question. Them. Like it, fire can't catch them. They can outrun it. But if they just stood there. I know. Why doesn't he try that? Yeah. <laughs> Sounds so morbid. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Edward, why don't you just light yourself on fire? Yeah. What's the big deal? Yeah, I feel like he could easily do that. <laughs> yeah, or he could just start a fire and go lie down in it. Mm-hmm. Is that too much? Too painful or something? Maybe, but I feel like they don't feel pain in the same way. Well, Doesn't he want to do. feel pain? Yeah, I feel like he... He can't. hates himself. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that sounds horrible. I know. But yeah, it's a good question. I don't really know. Well, I guess they have to have their heads ripped off, too. Mm. Couldn't they rip their own heads off, though? (laughs) (sighs) Why does the head even have to be ripped off, though? If, I don't know, if he wanted to die in a fire, I feel like he wouldn't try to, you know, somehow crawl his... Is that what they think is going to happen? The body's going to crawl back over the head and somehow, like... (laughs) I think so. I think so. I don't know. Or, no, that wouldn't be possible. I think the head still can, yeah, survive without the body. Like, even, like, in Breaking Dawn. Yeah. You know when Bella, like, takes a torch and it's in Aro's <laughs> oh, yeah. eyes? His eyes are, like, still alive. <laughs> yeah. So that's what... Okay, I guess I was thinking, yeah, if they don't burn it, I could, think, could they put themselves back together? <laughs> yeah, I think that's what they're scared like of. The headless yeah. horse. <laughs> I think they could. <laughs> right yeah Yeah, wait so maybe fire can't actually kill them maybe it's like on its own maybe they do have to rip the head off and then to just just to make sure it doesn't put itself Mm. back together then they burn it yeah has a vampire successfully put itself (laughs) back together (laughs) i need to know this doesn't someone connect their hand back or something i don't know does that happen (laughs) i don't know that seems like a little too far-fetched. I feel like someone does, like, stick their hand back on. <laughs> In, like, Brie Tanner or something. 
I know. Wait, it kind of sounds familiar. Doesn't I don't it? know. Or is it a different story Maybe. altogether? Wait, wait, wait. I feel like right now I'm thinking about Hocus Pocus. I think the zombie guy puts his head back on. Oh, yeah. No, but I'm thinking about something in a book for sure. Was it? Yeah, maybe it wasn't the Brie Tanner book. Like yeah. Somebody punched... I feel like someone's arm came off. Yeah. And so then someone... Reatt- they reattached it and it was going to take a while. Yeah, I yeah. think... Yeah. That sounds so familiar. Yeah. Guys, we've only read Brie Tanner once. Yeah. Don't hate us. Don't hate us. We do... We are fans. <laughs> are you even fans? Brie Tanner movie? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, oh my god, we have one real chapter left in the episode. Oh my gosh. Oh I my think god. we're going to finish it. We. I think we are. We're only at 126 right now. So, the last chapter... This is sad. Chapter 29, Inevitability. There's an inevitability. <laughs> that Edward's gonna leave. So... Imagine if Bella did sue the hospital. <laughs> she wouldn't. And that was the plot of New Moon. Yeah. It was like a court case. Like, what is this, 13 <laughs> No. She wouldn't want to. She'd be too embarrassed. Renee just seemed like someone who would try to take advantage of I know. that situation now. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. Renee leaves before Bella's even out of the bed yet. Mm-hmm. Kind of weird. Yeah, Renee's kind of like itching <laughs> to leave. She's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Like, Bella's like, okay, mom. Oh, okay, you're good with your brand new boyfriend's family. Yeah. Yeah, they'll take care of it. She's just, like, really eager to get back to Phil. (laughs) I guess Phil's pretty awesome. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So... I love this on page 620 and it says i was already only inches from her face slowly i erased the distance her heart raced faster when i kissed her my lips barely brushing against her the rhythm stuttered her heart literally skipped a beat <laughs> i jerked away from her anxious until her heart resumed a healthy cadence that is cute Tremignon. Gently kissed her again, quitting mm. as soon as her heart started acting up. It was a very short kiss. I'd be so embarrassed if the guy I was dating could hear my heart. Yeah. Well, then then there's literally, like, on the monitors, yeah. a fluctuation. So embarrassing. I'm trying to feel my heartbeat. My pulse. Tell me when you feel. My friend Young had just some fit... Watch thing. I don't know if it was actually Fitbit or some other brand, but we were all testing our. Me, her, and her roommate were testing our heart rates, and every <laughs> every time we would put it on, it would go up so high. I think because we were all nervous, yeah. and mine was really high, and we were like, "Oh no!" Mm-hmm. But then it went down. I don't know. What is this? I underlined on six eighteen. She says, "I'm sorry. I rolled my eyes. Of all the things to apologize for." And then Bella says, "What should I apologize for?" Nothing I wanted to say, but I could see she was in an apologetic mood. So I gave her something to reflect on for very nearly taking herself away from me forever. It's just kind of cute. Mm. She just wants to give her what she wants, which is to apologize for something. I'm sure, even though it's ridiculous, she probably does feel responsible for this whole drama. Mm. Mm. And it's really cute 
On 621, Jesus, don't leave me, Bella said, a sob close to the surface of her voice. Her eyes were tight with fear. I didn't want to think about this reaction. Ugh, it's kind of... Do you think Edward... What does he think about this? I mean, obviously he loves Bella just as much, but mm -hmm. do you get the vibe that he's not turned off, but a little bit like, oh no, she's really attached to me, you know? Yeah. And it kind of upsets me. Get what I'm saying? Like, he's already planning that he has to leave, and I know it's not coming from a place where he's like, I'm not attracted to her anymore. Yeah. It's not like that, but... But it makes Bella seem a little bit pathetic yeah that's not necessarily the right word but it's i don't think he actually feels that way but yeah. just reading it it upsets me yeah the dramatic irony of us knowing that he's gonna leave her yeah and her not knowing yeah because in her point of view we're totally taken by surprise when he breaks up with her i know he's on to date her for many months i know they have the, they spend the whole summer together hmm I wish we got that. I know. We still don't get that. Well, it's because he wants her to physically recover until he does it, right? I guess. I I wonder, I mean, we actually, even though this, like, ends, he's decided, we don't see him through the summer. He yeah. could have changed his mind. That's true. Maybe he did. I kind of feel like, I tend to believe he did, because I think the incident with Jasper is, like, really what makes him decide if he yeah. really wanted to do it i feel like he would have done it before then yeah maybe he starts to think like okay yeah this is good okay mm. maybe we can make it work we can stay together mm -hmm. and then the jasper thing happens and yeah. he's like no yeah like why would he even have her come over to celebrate her birthday at his i know house? it's so upsetting mm -hmm. it's not fair i don't know i don't really like it when people stay with someone for ex external reasons like oh well it's his mm. birthday or oh well we you know christmas i don't know i feel like yeah people always you, do that if you know you want to break up with someone i feel like you should just do it do it yeah because then the person i think god bella doesn't know this actually mm -hmm. and it's kind of sad that she doesn't know but i feel like if she did know that he had been thinking about it since then she'd be like what yeah this whole time, you've been just yeah. kind of floating by. Like, everything's a lie. <sighs> That's so painful. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. But it is weird because he does love her intensely. Mm-hmm. So it's not really like, you know, most relationships where it's like one person's not really into the other and it's just... Do you think Bella would ever time. break up with him? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> actually, I think no. Like, do you think if she knew he was, like, contemplating it, she'd be like, I'll do it for you? No. No, I don't think so either. That would be cool, I guess, yeah. but no. <laughs> what? You're thinking about leaving me? I'm done with you. <laughs> <laughs> no. She'd probably just beg or mm -hmm. make her case, and she'd be like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> I do, like, she would let him walk away. Mm -hmm. Like, if you're not happy, leave. Oh, yeah, and then here's Bella talking to Renee. Are you ready for this? Mm -hmm. Some 624. Yeah. Are you ready for this, Mel? <clears throat> mm -hmm. I think that boy's in love with you, Renee whispered. I think so, too. And then Renee thinks, is Bella in love? How much have I missed? How could she not tell me? What am I supposed to do? And then 
Renee says, well, he seems very nice. My goodness, he's incredibly good looking, but you're so young, Bella. And then she thinks, and you're too much like Charlie. It's too soon. And Bella says, I know, it's just a crush. And Renee thinks, good. So she's not getting all intense and Charlie-ish about mm. this. Oh, is it the, is that the time? I'm late. <laughs> oh, did she take her pill? <laughs> oh, no. No, Phil's <laughs> Phil, I thought it was said Phil. No. <laughs> Phil's supposed to call in a little while. I didn't know you were going to... Wait, didn't we talk about that? Mom! Mom! <laughs> Take your pill or Oh, yeah. What was that about? She said that she had to give her mom the sex talk. <laughs> I think she was eight or something, right? Why did she have to give her... I thought her mom gave it to her. She said something about, like, Renee beat you to it or something. But yeah. But she said that she had to give her mom the sex talk quite a few times. Mom, mom, <laughs> take your pill. Oh my god. Mom, I don't want a sibling. You can't take care of me as it is. But yeah, it that makes me kind of sad. She's not getting intense and Charlie-ish. Mm. I think Renee looks down on Charlie. She does. Makes me sad. It does make me sad. And I actually, the page before, Renee says, like, because she's like, you can live in Florida with us. And she oh, says, yeah. but don't, uh, but you don't have to... Bella says she'll stay in Florida, and she says, but you don't have to anymore, silly. Phil will be able to be around so much more now. We've talked about it a lot, and what I'm going to do is trade off on the away games half the time with you, half the time with him. So it's like, Bella, she's not going to be, Renee's not going to be around full time. Yeah. And when you're in high school, like, you do still need a parent 24-7. Yeah, what the heck? Is she going to be home alone? Yeah. You need a full-time <laughs> parent. Yeah. Um, Mom, I want to live in Forks. Also, I get annoyed by Renee on page 625 because she says to Bella, like, I'll be back soon. I've been sleeping here, you know, Renee added, flaunting her good mother behavior. Yeah. It's just, like, kind of annoying. Yeah. Let, just let the actions speak for themselves, exactly. Renee. <sighs> uh, Bella says, oh, Mom, you don't have to do that. Bella was upset by the idea of her mother sacrificing for, for her. That wasn't the direction their relationship went. You can sleep at home. I'll never notice. I was too nervous, Renee admitted, self-aware enough to sound sheepish after her brag. There's been some crime in the neighborhood, and I don't like being there alone. Like, So that's the reason she stayed over wasn't even for Bella. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's so selfish. And then she wanted, she just wanted the praise of like, oh, look at me. I'm a great mom. Oh, but and, I wasn't even staying there yeah, for that reason. I really just wanted to feel safe. But it's funny because the crime is the dance studio. Mm-hmm. They burnt to the ground. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing left at all. And they left a stolen car right out front. Do you remember when they used to dance there, honey? Bella says, no, Mom, I'll be fine. Edward will be with part. me. And Renee says, of course he will. Oh, well, I really have to do some laundry. You should probably clean out the fridge. That milk is months old. <laughs> what? <laughs> months old. Months old. Ew. <laughs> I really like that detail, though. That it's must great. smell disgusting. I know. It must be. But I like it. Oh, <laughs> also, again, showing just how Renee is, you know. Mm-hmm. And Renee says to Bella, I love you too, Bella. Try to be more careful when you walk, honey. I don't want to lose you. And I think that I don't want to lose you, again, I think that seems like a normal thing to say. But, again, it's like Renee's selfishness of, like, I don't want to lose you. Like, I yeah. need you. It's not like I don't want you to get hurt. Yeah. She's only thinking about herself. Selfish. Then, did you see... Right after that, 
says, B came in to make her rounds. Mm. Weaving around Renee in a practiced way to get to Bella's monitors. That's our friend. Our friend. Friend of the pod. Our friend of the pod, That B. we met at the festival. Who's awesome. Are you feeling anxious, honey? B inquired. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's in the book. <laughs> Lucky. I know. Is there a Melissa in the books anywhere? I don't, I don't think, think so. so. Is there a Kelly? I don't think, I don't so. think so. I think we would know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They mentioned my birthday at one point, I think. Oh, really? In one of the books. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, he says, Bella's like, don't leave me. And Ever says, I won't. I told her, well... I mentally qualified my answer. Not until you're whole again. Not until you're ready. Not until I find the strength. It's kind of a lie, Edward. You can't just add that on in the end. In your thoughts. Yeah. Your private <laughs> thoughts that she can't hear. That doesn't make it truthful. <laughs> She's like, I never lied. I said I won't. Dot, dot, Meaning. Dot. <laughs> <laughs> I won't for now. I just didn't finish the sentence. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that'd be like if you said to someone I love you <laughs> like a brother like, like, the bro- like a brother was in your mind <laughs> yeah 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 and then later they're like you said you loved me like a brother like a brother <laughs> the whole time it was like a brother I just I just yeah. didn't actually say it out loud or like if someone if you let's say you cheated on someone and someone said like did you cheat on me you could be like I didn't cheat on you. <laughs> and then in your head, last Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. I didn't cheat on you until yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't count. <laughs> Man. Hmm. So sad knowing it's a lie. At the bottom of 627, I'm sorry if this is before something found, but he says, she must have sensed that I was still holding something back. I needed her to believe me just long enough to let her safely heal. I couldn't be responsible for complicating her recovery. So I tried to act as I would if I were hiding nothing, as if I were exasperated by her agitated response. I made an annoyed face and muttered the words, overreacting just a little bit, don't you think? I said them too fast. You probably couldn't understand. Why did you say that? She whispered, a tremor in her voice. Are you tired of having to save me all the time? Do you want me to go away? Blah, blah, blah. But he's being so calculated. Mm. You know? Do you think there's ever, like you said, how, like, you don't like it when people put off, like, breaking up with someone mm-hmm. because of the timing? Do you think it's ever justified to wait until a better time? I think, yeah. Like, it, if there's a death in the family or something, you don't mm-hmm. want to pile that on top, for yeah. sure. I think there's probably circumstances where yeah, it is better to wait. Yeah, definitely. You shouldn't break up with someone on their birthday. No. Or something like that. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, that'd be crazy. But I feel like in a it's better to do it if you if if someone did feel like they want to break up with someone, you should break up with them like a week before their birthday. You know, once you start exactly. to feel it or the day after. You yeah. can do the day after. But I feel like before would be better. Because yeah. then they're like, oh, you spent the whole birthday pretending. Yeah. But don't do the day before either. <laughs> yeah. But even if it was a couple days before, it's still going to be a very sad birthday for them. But mm-hmm. they'll hopefully go out to dinner or something. Hopefully yeah. do something that will make them feel better. And, yeah, exactly. You know, there'll be tons of people saying happy birthday. And 
Yeah. There really is no good time to break up with someone. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like people always have a million excuses. And it's like... <laughs> yeah. There's, it's always, there's always going to be a holiday around the corner. There's always going to be some celebration, some party. Mm-hmm. I've, I've felt that way, too. Like, I've mm-hmm. been broken up with at... And both times being like, what? Now? Like, yeah. While my friend is visiting? Yeah. Or right before Christmas? I mean, yeah, yeah there's just never a good time. <sighs> sad. It is sad. And it's Bella and Edward. Like, that makes it even sadder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he doesn't wait quite a while. I think it's funny. He says, I wanted to laugh for a hundred years at the idea of me tiring of her or cry for a thousand. Oh. A thousand years? Oh, yeah. Is that on purpose? <laughs> Maybe. Mm. I say, I wish I, you know, I wish he focused on more of the positive here. Yeah. He's thinking about, like, the worst parts. He's thinking about the, the video almost killing her. I do, I do wish he thought about more about the fact that he saved her life. That he was she's able, still here. She's still here. He was able to stop sucking her blood. I know. Huge accomplishment. There's really two ways to look at this. We know Edward's perspective, but really, this is a second chance for them. Mm-hmm. You could even see this as, like, fate or whatever. Mm-hmm. She survived. We can be together. We're meant to be, you know? Yeah. It sucks that he keeps seeing it so negatively. <sighs> so he says, oh, you'll get over it. I tease. It's just a crush. Mm. And she says she's shocked that Renee swallowed that one. I know you know better. And then Edward says, that's the beautiful thing about being human. I said quietly, things change. Don't hold your breath. And then Gloria, the nurse, comes in, and she thinks, he needs to give her some peace and quiet. Poor thing. (laughs) It's kind of funny. The nurses don't seem to trust Edward. Mm Mm-hmm. Wonder why. It's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Why would you even care if a patient's boyfriend was there? Yeah, I feel like you're kind of too busy in your, like... (laughs) Making the rounds. Mm-hmm. Sorry, guys. My wooden chair here is creaking a lot. I hate when he says this. Yeah, so Bella gets her medicine, painkiller, mm-hmm. and says stay, and he says I will. Like I said, as long as it makes you happy. This isn't Twilight, I think. Mm-hmm. As long as it's <laughs> what's best for you. And she says, not the same thing. It's so interesting that Bella (sighs) hears him. Like, he's saying, I'm not good for you or whatever, but she doesn't care. Mm. But I also think, I don't know, sometimes it's like Edward has such low self-esteem that it's like, who's even seeing this more clearly? Yeah. Edward or Bella? I don't think she believes it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. People tell you who they are, believe him. <laughs> she doesn't believe him. Mm-hmm. But it is almost like he is so hard on himself mm-hmm. that is he even right? I mean, a lot of people say yes, he is. Yeah. That he is dangerous for her, but... But he's good mm-hmm. for her in other ways. He's good mm-hmm. for her in that she loves him mm-hmm. and makes her happy. True. And gives her this world that she feels like she belongs in. Because <laughs> it's my world, too. <laughs> Never been normal. Because <laughs> I'm not normal. I don't want to be. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we're on the epilogue. No! Oh, my God. This is the end. 
fuck. Fuck this. Just save no. this. <laughs> a whole episode just for one chapter. Yeah. That would be a little crazy. Excessive. Because you guys can read it yourself. Mm. We're just touching on the highlights, you know? Yeah. Or the obscure parts. But man, this is sad. Mm -hmm. The end of Midnight Sun. Oh my gosh. I do have a lot of notes for this chapter. Okay, cool. Good, good, good. So yeah, epilogue. An occasion. Yeah, so Renee left the hospital. Mm -hmm. And I just think Renee really struggles to give up anything for Bella. Like, um, Edward says, she saw that her mother was restless and easy about a long-term substitute job at Jacksonville Primary School that would be given away if she wasn't available soon, but still determined to be with Bella while she was in Phoenix. It wasn't particularly hard for Bella to convince Renee she was just fine and that Renee should go back to Florida. Her mother left two days before we did. Like, I just think that's crazy. It is. It's her only mm -hmm. kid. You could give up the, the substitute job. I know. People give up their jobs for way smaller things. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what the heck? People quit or miss jobs or whatever for very small reasons. Yeah, so. but especially for the sake of their children. Yeah. That's like a really good reason. And she can financially <laughs> support herself with, well, I don't know how much minor league baseball players make, mm -hmm. but it seems like she can do it. And She's always going to be able to get a different educator job. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it is dire circumstances. We don't know. But Do you think she gets alimony from Charlie? I don't know. Spousal support? Charlie got child support for many years. Does she? Is that her only job is substitute teacher? I thought she was a permanent teacher. Oh, yeah. But... She but probably, then they moved. Yeah, they travel so much. Yeah. Mm. So how was she going to do 50-50 traveling with Phil if she was going to have a substitute job? I don't know. I'm not, I'm not positive how subbing works. Yeah. Hmm. Charlie meets them. Sarif is way ahead. But they go, they fly home and... Yeah, Charlie meets them at the airport. It says, though it was after 11 and the drive back to Forks would take him nearly four hours. Oh, my God. That's true, though. Yeah. It is kind of shocking, you know, because we went to Forks. Yeah, we've been there. <laughs> it is a little crazy how far away it is from Seattle. Mm -hmm. It's a whole trip in itself. Mm -hmm. But it just shows Charlie's dedication, mm -hmm. you know? He's down to drive all night. It's cute that they're on a plane together, too, right before yeah. that. She slept on the flight and quietly murmured my name in her dreams. Aww. It's just cute to imagine. It's also Realistic. Sad. sad. He says, It should have been a long drive behind Charlie's police car, dutifully going exactly the speed limit, but the time was still moving too quickly. Even being temporarily separated from her did nothing to slow down those hours. Mm. It's just sad because it's like, now that he knows he's going to leave her, every second is precious. <sighs> Just don't leave her. No. Why are you doing that? Oh, my sister, if I could carry you at school, I would. That's <laughs> cute. He wheeled her from class to class in her wheelchair. Oh, That's cute. That is cute. What the heck? Ugh, having a broken leg would suck. That's adorable. It would suck. Seems like the worst bone to break. Mm. Besides, like, your spine. Yeah. <laughs> Jessica's spreading false rumors. <laughs> What a bitch. So, Bella, yeah, yeah, Jessica Stanley had filled in the gaps. Bella and I had gone to Phoenix together for me to meet her mother. That's crazy. 
Jessica insinuated this was because our relationship was becoming very serious. That's an that's not actually very bad of a room. It's a flat out lie, though. I know. She knows that's not true. <laughs> now Rosalie like refuses to sit with Bella at lunch. What the hell? She sits at a separate table with Emmett. That's so mean. They pretended to sit outside while she's in a wheelchair. Yeah, Rosalie. <laughs> what a bitch. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, someone commented on her YouTube, and if if. If you are the person who commented, totally understand where you're coming from. But someone said something about how, like, if a guy acted the way that Rosalie does, then people would think that he's, I don't know. They would, a badass. Badass, yeah, but, like, a woman's a bitch. And while I typically would agree with a comment like that, I do think it's a little bit different because I think we actually talked about it on a Patreon episode. Yeah. That I think if a guy acted the way Rosalie did, I would hate him even more. Me too. Because I would think that, like, he's such a misogynist. Yeah. Imagine a guy just refusing to even sit with them. Yeah. Refusing to help with the plan. Exactly. Refusing. like, whoa, what is wrong with this guy? Yeah. Refusing to accept that Belle is going to give up her... Ability to have children. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's really bad. Like, her womanly duty. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he would seem even worse, I think. And then only respects her when she gives birth. And I get that as a Mm catch-all defense, but I think if you think about this specifically, it doesn't work. Yeah. The, oh, it's just because she's a woman. I actually don't think that's true. I don't think so at all. I think we gotta think of things in life as case by case. I agree. I agree. So. Yeah, because... I think my problem with Rosalie is that she has so much internalized misogyny in her, even the way she is, I'm going to talk about some Patreon, the way she's competitive with her looks and stuff, and, like, mm-hmm. looks down on Bella for not being as beautiful as her. I just think that's, like, yeah, really not okay. It's not. And, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. She's kind of a villain. It makes the story interesting, I guess, but mm-hmm. I think she would, I agree, I think she would seem even worse as a man. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be crazy. I think we might give her a pass because she's a woman in a way. I mean, I hate to say that because definitely women are considered bitches way more than guys for the same behavior, but I think we're totally giving her a pass. We're like, oh, she just wants to have a kid. Yeah. So? Yeah. (laughs) Still not her decision. Mm Mm-hmm. Mean. Mean, mean. He says, Edward says, I didn't like that she, as in Bella, was becoming alienated from her former friends, especially Angela, but I assumed that eventually things would go back to how they'd been before I intruded on her life after we were gone. So he's pretty decided. Mm -hmm. But it really is like the head versus the heart. Um, He says, sometimes I would slip, she would smile up at me, and I would be inundated by that sense of rightness, the feeling that the two of us were designed to be together. It's Mm -hmm. hard to remember... This feeling, so pure and strong, was a lie. Mm. I'm sorry, head versus the heart, not verse. Hmm. He's imagining to himself that someday Bella would have kids and they would ask her what her prom mm. was like. And he doesn't want her to be like, I wasn't really into dances, I didn't go to prom. Mm-hmm. He wants her to be able to tell a story about it. Which is cute. That is cute. I mean, it is kind of weird because... It is Bella's personality that she just mm-hmm. doesn't like dances, but yeah, he really wants her to have high school experience. 
Mm-mm. He wants her to say, but my, uh, it was crazy, she would say. I didn't really want to go, you know, I'm no dancer, but my lunatic best friend kidnapped me for a makeover, and my boyfriend took me over my protest. It wasn't so bad in the end. I'm glad I went, at the very least, to see the decorations. They were like a budget version of the movie Carrie. No, you can't watch Carrie. Not yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cute. It's cute. And it's also kind of sad. I was picturing like her children someday. And he says, I did not try to picture their father or think about how his face might reflect his, <laughs> might be reflected in her children. That was all agony. Sad. Remember in Eclipse when she for a second imagines having kids with Jacob? Yeah. Crazy. That made me think of that. Mm. You should just take the floor. I actually don't have many notes. I don't know why. I don't know if okay. I was just... I don't know what I was doing, just soaking it in. I didn't I didn't underline many things. I'm sad that they don't take pictures. Mm-hmm. Like, that is what, sad. What picture? They better not be anyone taking pictures of me. And Edward says, no, no one's taking any pictures. I just meant the mental picture. Calm down. <laughs> they should take pictures. Calm and down. I bet Bella regrets not having pictures later on. Not that Edward would have left her, let her keep it, but... I know. But seriously. Mm-hmm. And I like how Edward is admiring Bella's body so <laughs> the thin chiffon was rutched and ruffled to provide a semblance of modesty but it still clung to her skin in a very distracting way Ooh. Um, he said the body of the dress was gathered in an asset from the line that gave her shape subtle hourglass contours of course it was a deep blue co- blue in color Alice had noticed my preference <laughs> she just noticed yeah just picked up on that very perceptive <laughs> And Bella uh, walks down. Then she shrugged her shoulders as if to say, well, this is me in a dress. <laughs> oh, it's cute. Uh, <laughs> Edward lifts her into his arms. And he says, "I uh, she was used to this by now. I carried her a lot of places when no human was there to see, which is really cute. That is cute. Something- well, I see that they're still at her house. Yeah. And Tyler calls. Oh, yeah. And he answers... How could he takes the phone. Be, how could he be so dumb? I know, he's so dumb. I don't, I just Didn't you hear the rumor that they went to meet Renee's mom? I mean, he, they went to meet Bella's mom yeah. because they're so serious? Don't you know? Isn't that the talk of the town? <laughs> yeah. That Bella is dating Edward. Yeah. Why would Edward? Why would Bella still go to prom with you when I you know. never even asked her? It's nuts. But Edward says, I'm sorry if there's been some kind of miscommunication, but Bella is unavailable tonight. Oh, he responded. Mm-hmm. To be perfectly honest, you'll be unavailable every night as far as anyone besides myself is concerned. No offense. And I'm sorry about your evening. <laughs> and then Edward says, was that last part too much? I didn't mean to offend you. Mm-hmm. And he thinks, it had been very domineering kind of thing to say. And while I was fairly positive that Bella had no interest in Tyler, it wasn't really my place to make that decision for mm-hmm. her. That's sweet. So mature. Mm. I think it's so mature. funny how flustered Charlie is. He's like, I don't know. He's, I'm out to see on this one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to do. It's so savage of Edward, though. Mm-hmm. Edward does say on 644, I was taking our relationship one day at a time, one hour at a time. Mm. I didn't look into the future. It was enough that I could feel it coming. When I promised her forever now, I meant as far as I could see, and I wasn't looking. Yeah. So that, I feel like that does mean he kind of is a little open to staying. staying. Yeah, I think he's a little bit on the fence. <laughs> and even though she still, of course, has, like, a cast and she mm-hmm. still needs a wheelchair, I would say, like, she's closer to recovered right now. Yeah. 
Like, he is kind of making an excuse by staying with her at this <laughs> point. He could leave her, and she would have a wheelchair, but she, someone else could push her in the hallway. True. True, true. Yeah, so she realizes they're going to prom. Mm -hmm. She's pissed off. You guys remember this from Twilight? He locks the doors. <laughs> oh, to the car? Yeah. Oh my god. She can hardly walk. <laughs> he, and then he says, because um, Belle's like freaking out. Again, I feel like this is Stephanie Meyer maybe possibly regretting the dialogue that she gave to Edward. Mm. Because Edward says, So I said probably the stupidest thing possible under the circumstances. Don't be difficult, Bella. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, right? How would we know mm -hmm. that he thinks that's stupid? What, does he? I guess does he think it's stupid because he thinks it's like mean that he said that? Or it's stupid because Bella's always difficult? Mm. I feel like the former. Yeah. But I don't know. <laughs> yeah i feel like edward originally just comes off so much ruder in a way mm -hmm. i mean i always loved him anyway like i don't know i just shrugged it off i guess but here we get all his thoughts saying like oh i knew that was wrong to say or whatever yeah <laughs> <laughs> so they're dancing at prom mm. She says, I feel like I'm five years old. She mm -hmm. laughed. Then Jacob shows up. There's this thirsty line on 645 where it says, in this place of endless winter wardrobes, it's fascinating to see parts of her I've never seen before. Ooh. This is where my 10% of selfishness came into play. Ooh. Talks about how the Collins, his siblings, are showing off on the dance floor. Um, on <laughs> 646, he says, of course, he said, leaving out that the entire town of Forks and probably most of the county was in on the secret of prom being held tonight. <laughs> They've even put up secret posters and banners all over the school. Then <laughs> <laughs> I laughed. Apparently Tyler wasn't, though. That's funny. That's mm -hmm. savage. <laughs> How could she be so dumb, too? How did to she not, not know? know it was prom? Except <laughs> since she's getting all dressed up. <laughs> she says, do you want me to bolt the door so you can massacre the unsuspecting townsfolk, she whispered. The idea of a mass murder sounded more appealing to her than the reality of prom. Bella, that's kind of crazy. <laughs> I think she's just joking, yeah. but I know she's crazy. That crazy girl. Oh, one thing I said is, does Bella realize that people don't actually need to dance at prom, though? Mm. Like, a lot of people don't dance at prom. That's true. Some people just stay in their seats yeah. or whatever. Oh, Bella. Imagine if they were grinding at prom. <laughs> <laughs> I positioned myself behind her, holding her hips. I'd never been close to her like this before. I was way to the music. Imagine if that's what it was like in the movie, too. They walk in and everyone's grinding, and they, like, try it for a few seconds. <laughs> they try it for a few seconds. That's what prom is realistically like. Is it still like that? I don't know, still. Ew. Here in America, though. Ugh. It's trashy. It is. I don't know if people still grind. I hope not. Yeah. They don't grind like at bars. Yeah, I know. Clubs they do though. Not as not as much. In my experience, not as hardcore as the dances. Yeah. It's which is disgusting. I know. It's interesting that people our age who in high school did grinding once we got older and went to clubs and stuff, we're like, no. Yeah. Don't know that. 
That's gross. I, I was at a bar a couple years ago, and a man just all of a sudden started grinding up on me. <laughs> well, that would have been kind of normal back in high school. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, Get it was weird. Get off of me. <laughs> Get off like, of me. Like, that's disgusting. I don't want your dick on me. <laughs> it's just so degrading. Oh, my God. I don't want to sound like a prude, but it should have never been allowed. <laughs> I know I can't believe I did that. Mm-hmm. Crazy. I'm a crazy girl with a crazy past. Mm-hmm. I'm just kidding. I'm not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm fucking crazy. <laughs> but I'm free. <laughs> oh, yeah. Everyone's quoting that Lana thing <laughs> these days. I knew that in high school, right? Fucking crazy. You mm-hmm. people on TikTok. Mm. Anyway, are we at Jacob yet? Yeah. So, he hears his thoughts first, I think. And Jacob's thinking, nope, I'm not going to do it. I'll give them the money back. Ugh, this is so embarrassing. Why does my dad have to be the insane one? Why couldn't it be Quills? (laughs) (laughs) Which I like that part. (laughs) I I get that. Yeah, me too. Yeah, so Jacob's walking through the door. Mm. He's nervous. Dang, she is here. This is him thinking, I can't believe I'm doing this. I can't believe my dad thinks that guy's an actual vampire. This is so completely stupid. Mm. And then, I thought it was funny, it says, Ignoring the ticket stand, the boy marched like a soldier through the ring of dancers towards us. He doesn't even get a ticket. It's very bold. And then, I wrote, I don't even write anything in my book. I've been just underlining, but this time I wrote, So, Jacob... (laughs) <laughs> and he says, should have worn some garlic, I guess. He snorted. <laughs> it is such a, you know, eclipse type yeah, of Jacob yeah. thing to say. He's coming into his character. <laughs> Although he does say, like, can I cut in? And his tone yeah. was respectful. He didn't want to overstep. Mm-hmm. Reminds me of The Bachelor. Can I tell <laughs> you for a sec? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Edward says, I nodded. Inspector Bella's face once to make sure she was comfortable with this. Very sweet. Mm-hmm. Jacob seems to be able to smell. Edward already says, mm-hmm. huh, Jacob's thinking this is an awful perfume Bella's wearing. Yeah. Without realizing it. Edward's like, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Strange. <laughs> Bella wore no scent. Besides the flowers. <laughs> and then Bella's like, wow, Jake, how tall are you now? Yeah. Six two. How tall is Edward? I wonder. It's probably in the guide. It's, yeah, it's definitely in the guide. <laughs> I'm thinking 6'3", but it, that sounds a little too tall. Maybe 6'1". Mm. Maybe he's 5'10". I don't think so. He's <laughs> definitely 6 feet. <laughs> Are we supposed to think, though, that he's taller than Jacob or shorter or the same height? I'm going to get the guy. Get right it. Now. Just get it. Should I talk yeah, while you're getting it? I think it's kind of awkward that Bella says, well, I hope you're enjoying yourself at least. Seen anything you like? And Jacob says, yeah, but she's taken. I know. Whoa. Such a teen show. Edward says his blunt honesty, however, was unexpected. Apparently I took notes on the guide. Huh? And we haven't even covered yet, it yet, so I never used When do you them. think you did that? I don't know. Probably when we were first starting the podcast. I was probably super excited. Yeah. Okay, according to the guide, mm-hmm. he's 6'2". Oh my god. To the same height. Well, Jacob must grow after this, Let right? Let me see. Let me find... Let me find... Let me guess, 6'4". No. Oh my That's god, no I, no, I think he's even taller. I think he's like 6'8", isn't he? That's way too tall. 
How tall is Bella? Bella is 5'4". Okay. Okay. Oh my gosh. What is Apparently he? Apparently he's 6'7". Oh my he's god. Way too tall. That is so tall. Jeez. Oh my gosh. She's only That's massive. Four. That's quite taller than her. That's, that's, yeah. That's a lot. He's a full, over a full foot taller mm -hmm. than her. Mm-hmm. Like, I dated someone that was a foot taller than me, and it felt like a lot. Mm -hmm. I can't even imagine more than a foot. Yeah. Wow. That is crazy. I do like being significantly shorter than guys, though. Sexist, Mel. Sexist. I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but to me, height is not a deal breaker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know if I should just get into my past, but <laughs> any guys listening, I then I later dated someone the same height as me. And I'm 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 on the short side. And yeah, you are I, on the short side. I liked it just as much. So Yeah. If you really matter. like someone it doesn't matter. Yeah. I don't know. I I mean I was really into him, so I thought it was like cute. Yeah. It was like exciting. I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, don't worry about it. If you're listening and you're not 6'2". Yeah. It doesn't matter. It does limit <laughs> yourself to say, like, you can only be someone taller than you mm -hmm. as a woman or yeah. as a guy if you think you can only be someone shorter mm -hmm. than you. I feel like it's... Unless you're an average height. Way more of a thing in a way when it comes to dating apps and stuff like that. Because I feel like if you meet someone mm. in real life and you just have that spark, you wouldn't think, like, oh, but our height is incompatible. Mm. You know what I mean? Guys definitely do lie, which is like, I really don't care. It's not like, oh, yeah. It doesn't matter to me. But For like, sure. I went on a date with a guy and he was like, oh, yeah, I'm six feet. And I was like, no, you're not. Like, I feel like <laughs> you're almost at my eye level. <laughs> yeah. I was like, are you joking? I thought he was being sarcastic. Because he was so not six feet. It's like, you don't have to lie. I don't care. But like, I'm just not going to trust People you. People can tell what six feet is. Yeah. And what it isn't. I'm not an idiot. <laughs> That's funny. I think I literally laughed. He was like, no, I am six feet. Mm, was he slouching? <laughs> I don't know. He was not six feet. Hmm. Oh. Wow. So, at this point, they're the same height. Mm-hmm. So it's really, oh gosh, oh. the same. Yeah. I can't believe how tall he gets. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. That's a lot. That's a lot of, that's a lot. And he's supposed to be really muscular too. Yeah. I'm a little overwhelmed. That's a lot of a person. Yeah, so, I mean, this is in Twilight, but Jacob tells her the warning mm -hmm. from his dad. Edward still is very sweet in his mind towards Jacob. He says... It was too much truth. So the boy didn't really irritate me. A mind that expansive would always be welcome respite from the average humans. It was what he resented that hurt me. Someone good and kind and human. Mm. Speaking too soon, Edward. <laughs> he's kind of not any of those things. He's, I would say Edward Jacob is a good guy, but he's not kind. <laughs> he's not human. He doesn't know. Does he doesn't know. Edward know that Jacob could become a werewolf? I don't know. I truly don't. Mm. I don't consider it. They're dancing. Oh, they go outside. Mm -hmm. 
and he says twilight again another ending no matter how perfect the day is it always has to end mm -hmm. you guys know this part and then i just thought this line was sweet he thinks these days mattered so much and ended so quickly <sighs> that felt even more emotional reading it at the end of midnight sun for some reason since this was such an incredible experience reading it for the first time yeah and you know it's like you know it says twilight again no matter how perfect thinking like is this it also kind of like speaks to this experience of reading the book like no matter how perfect the book is it must come to an I end i know and it always has to end another ending yeah and it is the end of the book yeah it's sad i wish the book kept going hmm. he's still thinking about how he has to leave her and Belle's kind of like bringing that thought to the surface by talking now about like how she wants to be a vampire mm -hmm. and he says I had so many years to feel this pain I wish you weren't forcing me to feel it now not while she was still in my arms not while she was in this lovely dress the moonlight glinting off her pale shoulders shadows like pools of night held in the curve of her collarbones and he says um on page 657 I knew the future loomed but I didn't know exactly how long I had. I was committed to staying until she was totally healed, so I had a few more weeks until she was back on two feet at least. Part of me wondered if it wouldn't be right to wait until she outgrew me as I had originally planned. Mm. Wouldn't that mean the least pain for her? Yeah. It would be so easy to fall into that version, but I wasn't sure if I had that long. The future felt like it was pressing closer. I didn't know what the sign would be, but I knew I would recognize it when it came. Mm. So I'm just, yeah, I'm, I guess I'm wondering how he feels at the beginning of New Moon, because does he decide, okay, I'm just going to wait till she outgrows me, which could be years from now. Yeah. And there's also no guarantee that that's going to happen. I know. But of course the sign is probably the birthday party and the paper cut <laughs> and Jasper. Maybe the first time she realizes like oh we have mm -hmm. to we can't see charlie anymore or like you can't mm -hmm. or you know it, once the columns have to move on somewhere or whatever and maybe the second she starts to be a little bit conflicted about oh, okay what do i do do yeah. i move with you guys whatever then maybe that's the moment he'd be like but that would seem in a way a little shittier i agree like they would have been together for years probably and yeah that would seem trivial yeah like, oh, Bella, you're outgrowing me. I doubt she would ever say that. No, exactly. And that's when you've, like, made a life with someone already. Yeah. Like, they're a part of your everyday routine. Mm -hmm. That's harder to give up. I agree with you. I don't... I can't picture her actually breaking up with Edward. No. Because she herself feels she's outgrown him. No, never. I feel like it would still be him being like, Bella, you've outgrown me. Yeah. But... I think <laughs> we've also been directly inside Bella's head and Edward hasn't. True, true. I feel like he could think, oh, she's 35. She's still going to want to date this 17-year-old yeah. vampire. Yeah. He knows, yeah, like... Yeah, she will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he doesn't know. We know, but yeah. he doesn't know. And she doesn't know what we know. Yeah. He's thinking. It's crazy. And we don't know. <laughs> well, we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> true. <laughs> <sighs> Bella doesn't realize how much he needs Bella to love him too. Um, Explain. So on page 657 at the bottom, mm -hmm. she says, Do you remember when you told me that I didn't see myself very clearly? She asked, You obviously have the same blindness. I know what I am. She rolled her eyes and with my refusal to agree with anything. 
I found it suddenly easy to smile. She was so eager, so impatient to trade anything to be with me. It was impossible not to be moved by such a love. Mm. Oh, that's mm-hmm. sweet. He leans in closer. He does a kind of like fake out, like he's gonna. Yeah. Drink her blood. Mm-hmm. And Ready, she swallows. Right it's hot. <laughs> Is that what you dream about? Becoming a monster. That's so iconic. I know. I love that they took that directly in the movie, mm-hmm. too. Iconic. Iconic. <laughs> iconic. There was pain in her voice, doubt. Did she think I didn't want her to be the same way? I wish I could ease her mind, but I couldn't. Mm-hmm. I underlined that, too. Bella, I hoped she would hear the devotion of my voice. I will stay with you as long as I can. As long as it's allowed. As long as it doesn't hurt you. Until the sun comes. Until it's impossible for me to ignore it. And then he says, isn't that enough? Ugh, like, come on! Misleading! I know! <laughs> enough for now. Bella didn't realize now was all we had. Mm-hmm. Mm. But now can now is eternal in the same way. Mm-hmm. Exactly. What do you mean by that, Edward? <laughs> Uh. Enough. Uh, yes, it is enough. I promised enough for forever. The time I spoke of the real forever, my eternal forever. Again, he's just like in his mind. Yeah. <laughs> defining these things. <laughs> my eternal forever. As the night finally overcame the end of the day, I leaned forward again and kissed the warm skin of her throat. That's hot. And that's the end of Midnight Sun. That's the end. But there's a last page. There's an acknowledgement. Yeah. Which Let's I, talk about it. <laughs> look how much I marked Oh my gosh, she has so many notes. Guys, she, Mel has so many notes. Stephanie knows how to write a really good acknowledgement. Yeah. I feel like she's the best. I, can we just read this word for word? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's switch off. Okay. Acknowledgements. This book has been my nemesis for so <laughs> many years that it's hard to remember everyone who helped me along the way. But here are the heavy lifters. First, I just gotta say, it kind of upsets me how much she hated writing this book. I know, my nemesis. That makes yeah. me sad. What? <laughs> okay, you read the next part. Okay. My three amazing children, Gabriel, Seth, and Eli, now all grown men. Whichever, wow. I don't know why. I wonder if they're on Facebook. I know. <laughs> I saw a TikTok of someone claiming to be Stephanie Meyer's son, but I don't think it was real. Oh. Who behaved themselves so admirably over the last 15 years that I was able to invest all the time I would have spent worrying about the bad choices they didn't make into worrying about the bad choices my fictional people did make. That's cute. That is funny. I like that. Okay. My super capable husband who handles most of the math-related and technological aspects of my life. Okay. I just have to say something about this. I think we both do. Doesn't sound very loving. No, it doesn't. Very cold, um, math-related and technological. That's all you have to say about your also super capable husband. Like, what is this? It's weird. But I'm wondering, maybe... I need to look at the other books. Guys, I'll get back to you. Maybe she's thanked him a lot. Maybe in The Chemist or something. Maybe, yeah, she's probably maybe, thanked him a million times. Maybe she's trying to find a creative new way to thank him. I yeah. don't know. But just from this one sentence, I worry about their marriage. (laughs) (laughs) Do you guys feel the same way? Like, especially for such a romantic story. This is not a romantic saying at all. Kind of depresses me. Math related and technological aspects. Sounds like he's an IT guy. I know. (laughs) It upsets me. 
<sighs> okay, next one. My mother Candy, who quietly refused to ever accept that I had given up on this book. That's cute. I know. Thank you, Candy. Yeah, thank you, we Candy. We appreciate it. My business partner, Megan Hibbett, who keeps Fickle Fish Productions on track while I abandon the physical world for long periods of time. Also my best friend, Megan Hibbett, who is my primary primary outlet when I need to scream and cry and rage over misbehaving characters. Oh, that's so crazy. Her business partner and best friend have the same name. No, that's really cute it's, that she did that. Same, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Does she actually scream and cry and rage? Or is that an exaggeration? I hope it's an exaggeration. <laughs> that would be crazy. <laughs> Screaming over something you wrote yourself? I can't Crying. believe. <laughs> I can't believe I Edward would say that. I, <laughs> I that I chose for him. <laughs> <laughs> I do think some people are that dramatic with their writing, though. Yeah. Like I follow the writing subreddit on reddit and people mm-hmm. will be like me when i kill off my favorite character <gasps> yeah like, okay calm down yeah. like you chose to do yeah. that you don't have to no one's making you kill this person yeah who's not even real yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> so i don't know you can change that my agent jody reamer who let me take my time with this one but was prepared to jump into action the second i was ready that's pretty rare. I know. Um, for an agent, especially for a book of this magnitude, which could have mm-hmm. made so much money. It is Stephanie Meyer, though. Mm-hmm, exactly. They're not going <laughs> to pressure her. My film agent, Cassie Avagashi, whose calm good sense keeps me off the ledges. Interesting she thinks a film agent here. That, yeah, ooh, that is interesting. What well, the? It has nothing to do with the book, what which the makes heck? me think that this might be turned into something. Ugh. You guys know how we feel about mm-hmm. that. All the great people at Little Brown Books for Young Readers who have given me such extraordinary support, especially Megan Tingley, or Tingley? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tingley? Who have been with me for all 17 years of my writing career, and Asya Mutnik, who is the kindest and most insightful of editors. Um, Roger Hagedone, the photographer who has shot our stunning, memorable covers. I can't imagine what the... F- feel of the saga would be without your artistry roger i'm sorry we trashed on the pomegranate yes sorry roger that was on patreon though right yeah but then we shared it oh to yeah, the yeah, yeah. Regular. <laughs> <laughs> gorgeous ladies of method agency nikki and becca who are always cheerful about the weird things i ask them to do mm, we know them yeah we kind of know them cool uh so many gifted creators who've made incredible twilight saga websites and fan art and she left out oh my god so embarrassing she left out podcasts (laughs) (laughs) well you know i always say this is our art exactly so really i think it's in the art fan art yeah yeah yeah, exactly that makes sense (laughs) so many authors who have created (laughs) i was gonna say indescribable that's not the word she used so many authors who have created incredible worlds for me to escape into and so many musicians who have unknowingly been the soundtrack in my head. Aw. And then, and finally, the readers who were so patiently eager for this book. I never would have finished without your support. You belong on this page. Please write your name online below and give yourself a high five. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that just scared Fitz. I wrote my name. I wrote my name, too. Mm-hmm. That made me emotional. That is a very clever I know. idea. 
That was kind of like the end of Breaking Dawn credit where it like showed the book and stuff where it's like, oh, you know, for the fans. Yeah, like it really tugged on my heartstrings. Oh my gosh. Wow, I can't believe we're done with it. Closing the book. This chapter of our podcast is over. Mm. It would be funny, or not funny, but interesting if they did make it into a movie or something. That would be fun to cover on the podcast. That would be... Duh. <laughs> we're just not going to cover it. And we don't support We're not even going to watch. <laughs> <laughs> this, mm-hmm. this book was very dense, Midnight Sun. It was. I, I think I would have loved it. And obviously I loved the draft when I was a teenager. But this is not really reading level for a middle schooler. No, I agree. I think it... I mean, I don't know. Are middle school readers? Let us know. But, yeah. This is not a book for a young reader. (laughs) No. (laughs) This is thick. Yeah. Huge. It's a lot. I can't believe I took notes in the guide. It's probably the biggest book I've ever read, actually. (laughs) I'm not lying. Well, it's hard to tell because it's tall, but I think the longest book I've ever read was definitely Anna Karenina. Mm-mm. It was like a thousand pages. Okay, yeah. <laughs> How many pages is this? Hundred? Maybe, I think it was like 900 something. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was quite a lot. It was really long. After that, I read basically a picture book because I needed a break. <laughs> <laughs> It was like a book made by this illustrator on Instagram that I followed. And oh, really? It's very easy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm sure you can find out how many words it is somewhere. Mm. That's like the way to compare. Oh, that's how true. How long something is. I don't know. I'm going to do Google search. <laughs> okay. I have how many words minutes on is. What does it say? Oh, 200. Sorry. I'm really bad at reading, like, numbers. <laughs> um, is there a comma? Yeah, 240,000. Okay. Whereas Twilight is 119,000. That is a lot, 240,000. I feel like most books yeah. aim to be around 100,000. I just looked it up. Apparently, Anna Karenina is 340,000. Oh, that's a lot. And Gone with the Wind is 400,000. War and Peace is 550,000 words. Oh my god, that's crazy. That is on my to-read list, though. Uh, Breaking Dawn, as a reference, is 186,500. Wow. So yeah, it's definitely the longest. It's bigger than Minute Sun, yeah. Um, wow. The Bible is how many? Probably an insane amount. 700,000. Wow. Damn. This is like a quarter of the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. The Bible font is way too small. It is very small. And they have, like, columns. It's so intimidating. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if I'll ever read it. <laughs> I bet Carlisle has. Oh, yeah. I bet Edward has, too. I bet Edward has, too. I bet Many times. has. I bet they all have. Yeah. Maybe not Emmett. Definitely. <laughs> I don't know if Alice has. I don't know. She doesn't need to, because she can mm-hmm. just think she's going to read it. What? <laughs> and then she's already read it, right? She's too busy with fashion. Mm-hmm. Just kidding. I don't know. Well, gee, that's the end of Midnight Sun. Thanks, guys, for following us along on this journey. Yeah. 
<sighs> We've gotten so many nice messages from you guys lately, mm-hmm. and it's mind-blowing, and I'm so grateful. And thanks for, you know, picking our podcast and listening to it Yeah. during this crazy time. Midnight sun. And, you know, everything else going on, but mm-hmm. midnight sun. We what? really are lucky. Yeah, we are. Came out during this time. And thank you, Stephanie, so much. <laughs> I don't know if you're listening, but no. <laughs> Stephanie, if you're listening. If Stephanie, if her sons are listening, anyone, <laughs> it means so much to us that you decided to publish this candy. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. This brought so much light into this year Mm -hmm. it was so exciting to read and i I can't wait to reread it Mm -hmm. and Mm. we're forever grateful i'm sad i don't know what to do i know like i need to set off a cannon or something to end this i know doves confetti well we hope you guys have a good week (laughs) did my voice sound really weird (laughs) (laughs) i sounded like a munchkin (laughs) we hope you guys have a i can't do it anymore (laughs) well yeah next time we're gonna have a totally new different topic Mm -hmm. i'm excited for that me too i've kind of missed it yeah i I like preparing and doing all these Mm -hmm. stuff yeah because we gotta get creative you know Mm -hmm. what will we do i don't know but if you do you know, if you guys want more for a reason, no pressure, whatever. We do have a Patreon. Yep. And we do polls on it, too, for what the episode should be next. Mm, which so. is always fun. Mm-hmm. And if you care. Yeah. Yeah, we also do, like, bonus episodes there, which are really fun because they're kind of unscripted. Mm-hmm. And we let loose. This is unscripted. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Actually, we've what been What the reading... hell kind of script is this? <laughs> we've been reading lines the whole time. Yeah, that would be insane. <laughs> really good actors. <laughs> they're really good at acting at not knowing what they're talking yeah. about. <laughs> Thanks, guys. We love you, but we got a plan to catch. Mm-hmm. And we're back. we'll be back in two weeks. Yep. Thanks for doing Midnight Sun with us. We love you. And we don't deserve you. We don't. We're Edward, you're Bella, or we're Jacob, you're Bella, yeah. whatever, however you want to say We're Mike Newton, you're Bella. We don't deserve you. Okay. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>